on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What is up guys, it's Andy Frisella And this is the show for the realists, say goodbye to the lies The fakeness and delusions of modern society And welcome to motherfucking reality Guys, <clears throat> I know you clicked the link I know you read the headline I know you already know We'll come in close because I got something for you. A little closer. Got a special show for you today. Today, we have Andy and DJ and Dominic Izzo. Cruise the motherfucking internet. That's fucking right. America. Fuck yeah. Yeah. All right, bro. Dominic, what's up, man? Not much. How the hell are you? I'm great. For those of you that don't know, Dominic's a good buddy of mine. He's from up north in Chicago. Fellow uh, Italian-American, looking real nice in his, uh, in his suit here, dressing the way a man should. I like that, bro. Thanks. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I love that. Um, for those of you guys that are unfamiliar with Dominic, he's a retired police officer, uh, businessman, uh, radio host, doing amazing things, has a great conversationalist, has uh, some, some good impressions, too, we might get to. Um, <laughs> But an all-around dude, you know, just just a, a good guy who's who's saying some good shit. I want to bring him on the show and uh, have God, a conversation. Do I have you snowballed? Hey, bro. Holy shit. Hey, you this said this will be your most offensive podcast yet. Oh, I don't know about that. We pushed that. Oh, fuck. you runner up. I mean, we got yeah. we got some shit now, out there. Now listen, <laughs> I know you're good, but to have a shot at the title. You got to hey. be really fucking offensive. Where <laughs> did he just tell me to have more people? Should they should send the emails to? Oh, right fuck. All right, what's up, DJ? What's going on, brother? How Hello, are you, man? Good. Hello, children. How's everybody going? Doing? Everybody, everybody's yeah. going and doing good. I think it's good. You know, the world's in fucking chaos. We're all sitting around like that dog in the meme, like, oh, this is fine. Yeah, everything's fine. <laughs> it reminds me of the, you know the gif where it's like the little girl on the swing, but like the fucking whole apartment's on fire behind yeah. her and just swinging. Yeah, and she did it. She did. <laughs> she did. Oh fuck. Well, guys, hey, if this is your first time listening, welcome to the show. This is CTI. Okay, this is not like normal podcast uh, where we get on here and do the same thing every day. We have multiple formats of the show. Uh, today is CTI. That means cruise the internet. What we do here on today's show is we throw up three headlines. Um, we talk about them. We laugh about them. We make fun of them uh, heavily. And then we talk about what truth could possibly be contained in these headlines. And then uh, we talk about the lesson and the problem that needs to be solved, all right? So we're not all fun and games here. We're talking about real shit. Mm -hmm. um, then sometimes when you tune in, we have uh, Q&AF, and that stands for question and uh, Andy Frisella's answer, okay? If you hadn't figured it out, or as fuck. I don't know. Q-A-F-A. What is it? Q-A-F-A. Anyway. Yeah. Um, moving on, that's where you submit your questions, and I answer them. For those of you that are unfamiliar with me, uh, I had the most popular entrepreneurial podcast of all times uh, on iTunes. It was called the MF CEO Project, which I ran for a long time. In 2019, I started to switch over to what's going on in the world, uh, and we came up with Real AF, okay? So the, the, the Q&A F is more of an ode to the MF CEO days where we could talk about whatever the problems you are having in business and life um, and your pursuit of being a better human. And then we talk about the big picture problems in CTI. So we have a little macro problem. We have a little micro problem. We solve it. It's kind of like peanut butter and jelly. And we fix the shit. That's what we do. Sometimes we have real talk. Real talk is a five to 20 minute, what you might call a rant. 
To me, it's just talking about shit that is relevant. Um, some of you like it. Some of you don't. It is what the fuck it is. Uh, then sometimes we have full length and that's like what we did the other day with, uh, Lewis, where we just go on for however long talking about awesome shit. The goal here and always is, and always will be, and it always has been to identify problems and solve them. And most of the problems that we talk about, even on today's show at a macro level have to do with us not living up to our ultimate potential. Okay. So with that being said, we have a fee for the show. Fee is very simple. Uh, tell someone about the show, okay? I don't run ads on the show. Uh, I do talk occasionally about these amazing energy drinks that a company that I'm affiliated with uh, makes. <laughs> but that's a new thing, and I'm only just hyped on it right now because it's new, all right? So, so that doesn't really count as an ad, all right? Is that an ad? I'm not getting paid. Well, I guess I am getting paid. Fuck, I'm running ads now, <laughs> all right? <laughs> Drink your first form energy drink. This shit's amazing, all right? Pay me. Uh, right. yeah, right. <laughs> <But> listen, <laughs> listen, I don't run ads on the show, guys. I don't like to fill your head with a bunch of bullshit. And I also don't like to waste your time. And I also don't want you questioning why I'm saying certain things. Okay. Uh, I try to keep this message pure. So what I ask in return is that you share the show. That's it. So with that being said, what's up, dude? What's going on, man? We got some, uh, we, we got some really, really crazy shit out there. dude. Well, we haven't had a CTI in a, in a few days. Yeah. So like I, I really honestly, dude. I tuned out for a couple of days because I was so frustrated with what's going on. Like yeah. I needed a little bit of a mental break. You know, that's real. You know, I'm I I what fills my cup, dude, like like when I'm empty is literally what we were talking about before the show started, Dominic, is about pouring into other people. You know, when I start to feel a little overwhelmed with what's going on in the world, I like to cut some full length episodes, some QAF, because I feel like that's like a direct um benefit to the people listening. It makes me feel better about what's going on. I don't know. Like when I was broke and we didn't have anything, like we didn't have any customers coming in, I'm going door to door and I was fucking filled with fear and anxiety about like when it was going to happen. The best thing I ever did was I went to the police stations. I went to the firehouses and I would walk in and I'd say, hey guys, I'm Andy. I own this vitamin shop down the street if you ever need anything. And those guys took care of us. Those mm -hmm. are the people that came in. Those are the people and, and being proactive, sort of what kept me going. So when you guys, uh, when I stop on the CTI for a few days, realize, man, I'm like, I get tired of this shit too, man. So, yeah. It's always funny because people, like, they, they hit me up. I'm, I know you get it. I know you probably get it too. Like, when you don't put nothing out there, I'm like, DJ, did you fucking see this? Yeah. Yeah, we fucking saw it. Yeah, I, I, I saw it, bro. <laughs> well, dude, and also, I think sometimes with what's going on in the world, like, it, it's like you can't speak right away because you don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like Uvalde. Dude. Exactly. Dude. Exactly. Dude. I caught a ton of shit for that. Lost about 5,000 uh, you know, subscribers or followers or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have experience in that. I, like, I've learned not to, not to judge shit off the bat. Yeah. I don't care what the circumstances was. And I went into depth about that, caught a bunch of it. And, you know, people are going to listen and go, well, fuck him. He's going to support those cops and whatnot. But, yeah, I've learned that there's got to be something else. I'm one of the few people who when uh, well, I don't think we spoke about it like that either. Like I, I, I think I said the same thing, bro. I was like, dude, I don't it. know. It seemed weird. Yeah. Everybody and everybody flip flops too. Yeah. What, what, um, what's his name? George Floyd. I'm one of the few people out there who condemned the cops' actions first, and then a year later, when you find out what he was on, I still said, no, that cop was in the hundred percent fucking wrong. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it, it's everybody is so quick with information overload mm -hmm. to flip flop because they want that position of outrage. All they want to do is express their outrage online. It's a giant harumph session. That's yes. all it is. A, a lot of times it is, bro. And also, I think, too, 
you know, for like, I think there's a responsibility for everybody to not like that. You know, we, we work on an attention scale now, not a value scale anymore. You know, that's yeah. why you have so many trolls. Mm -hmm. That's why you have so many, so much negativity. That's why you have pages uh, that are completely dedicated, just like fucking ruining people yeah. because we work on an attention and uh, economy now and not a value economy. And that's, that's, that's kind of a problem guys, because if we want to create value and we want good people to step into the power and take charge and solve problems, uh, you can't fucking crucify them every time they say something. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a big culture problem right now. I'm going to tell you why what you're doing is, is it's far more important than what you think. So I, I actually gave you credit the other day because for the last several months, I've been saying, I'm up in the Chicago area. I'm not fucking voting. I'm not yeah. doing it. My vote doesn't count. All yeah. this stuff. Heard your podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I hear his argument. You know, it was, it was a very sound then the raid happened the other day. Yeah. I'm like, this is my civic duty. You also said on one of your podcasts, you were talking about how half the time when you talk, it's meant to kind of refire you up. Oh, yeah. And sure. I'm going to tell you, it, you, when you get that information overload, one of the brilliant things about your reach is you're in a position where everybody, everybody's money's green. Yeah. You, you, you produce a product that everybody can take. To come out as outspoken as you are, is so risky. Or what if what if you before you even uh, voiced a view, you had eighty percent of your customers were liberal. You never knew it. Yeah, you you put that risk out there, right? Well, the thing is, Dom, is I've been fucking running this. Like this is just who I've always been. Well, what you're showing people yeah. is you're showing people that they can't be lukewarm. Yeah, right. So I'm I'm Christian and all that shit. Um, but there's that <laughs> there's that parable of the the talents, right? Uh, master of the house gives uh, three people talents and I'm paraphrasing this like crazy. Two people invest it. One guy buries it in the sand. I'm going to tell you for quite a while, I've been in that. I'm just tired of this shit. I want to be middle of the road. I want to go back to riding my bike, fishing, going to the gym, eating pizza, yeah. getting laid, not giving a shit. But the master comes home and he's like, I'll reward you and you, but you can go fuck yourself because you did nothing with this. You're reaching people like me that, you know, we fight the wars and the snap, but now we're going I'm just fucking tired. Yeah. And then we hear what you're saying and going, yeah. I have a responsibility That's it. to get back in the game. And what you're doing is you're giving a younger generation, the younger generation's going, I need to pick a side because they're going to filter out all that shit that shouldn't be there in mm -hmm. the first place. So what you're doing is far more than inspirational and motivational. You're actually setting a good standard Thank you. for people to wind up saying, I got I to gotta pick a side. Well, you know, I appreciate that, bro, a lot. And, and, and a lot of people are confused about where that comes from for me. Um, you know, my, my dad's biological father was killed uh, a couple days after Normandy. So <clears throat> my dad never met him. Um, he was very young, his early 20s when he was killed. Uh, my grandma was pregnant with my dad while, when he left. Um, his name was Clarence. And, you know, for my whole life, I never, our family never really talked about, about him, like, because his friend came back and basically raised the family, um, and had, a, had many more kids with, with my grandma. Okay. So this was, this is not seen as like, like now this would be seen as scandalous. Back then, like, back then it was, it was like an honorable thing. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> you know, when I started learning about him, uh, you know, I, I started to feel a different obligation than, than like just for myself. And, you know, we come from a time, I think, where we, we kind of instinctively knew like our job is to honor the people that came before us, uh, but also inspire the people that are coming after us. And bro, like 
on the inside, I still feel like that dumb 19-year-old kid trying to start my business up. But on the outside, in reality, I realize like, well, actually, bro, you're kind of like the dude people are fucking looking at a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's a hard balance for me to like really know where I stand. But at the end of the day, man, you know, I've always been this way. I've always been someone who, who, who believe I stand for what I think is right. Um, that doesn't mean I'm always right in my stances that, you know, sometimes there's been stances I've had when I was in my twenties, I don't have anymore. Um, but we're in a dangerous time and my intellect and my studying and what I know and what I've researched is like, we're, we're in a time where like, if, if these young people and the people don't get a love for this country and the freedom and the opportunity that they have, they will no longer have the opportunities that I've had to build companies and do amazing things or things like you've had, right? We're not going to have that. And so that's actually why I switched the whole entire format because I'm like, well, fuck, I could teach everybody how to win, but if the opportunity's not there to win because we don't value it as, as Americans, that's a problem. You're going to resonate with men because you know, what you're saying is the path is, is if they don't appreciate this now, they're going to eat the shit that they're given later on. Oh, yeah. And they're going to be happy with it. The good thing is, is I don't care how much this biological debate goes on shit. If you speak to the resonation of a young male who's going to understand this stuff, they're going to feel that inside them. You yeah. cannot turn that off. I think it is innate. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I don't care. I think that I think they suppressed it intentionally. One, yes. that's well, God, that's an argument and a half. Why low yeah. testosterone and food is shit and all that. Gay frogs. We're trying to. Yeah, we're getting there. And you, you, you got that fucking part where you have these men because they're the most. They're, they're dangerous. Yeah. yeah, you have a you have a country of men leading. Yeah, they're dangerous. Yeah, of course they want you. you wearing a fucking skirt, bro. Right, right. You, you see too now. You know, my my Ashley, my co-host, and I were talking about this a couple weeks ago. Influencers all over the place are some of the most selfish fucking people I've ever met. What I like about you is that, you know, I'm, 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 I'm relatively unknown. I got a decent following. Yeah, yeah. You, you invite me on your show. I can't tell you how many, everyone who's an alpha male, right? Yeah. You know how threatened fucking other men of other men are? Oh, yeah, yeah. And here's you. He's yeah. like, dude, you, I don't, I'm not threatened. No. What I love about that is it's projecting. Bro, because it takes it, all of us. But uh, you know, it's so many people don't get that. Yeah. Social media has created Everyone is an island. It's a scarcity mentality. Yeah. I mean, oh, a lot my, of it. hundred yeah. fucking percent. Yeah, bro. Listen, here's the deal with that. Like, I'm I'm a part of a team here that's filled with alpha people. Like, bro, there's women in here to kick most dudes' asses. That's a fucking Thanks. physical fact. Okay? So, like, I realize, like, I, like I, I, I know I'm not the toughest. I know I'm not the smartest. I know I don't have all the fucking answers. And I'm okay with that. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I don't think that... You know, I, and this is a problem I see with Trump, dude. Like when I look at Trump, uh, you know, I see someone who hasn't come to terms maybe with uh, his own, like he's the, he should be the king maker, not the fucking king. Hmm. Okay. Like, dude, you have, he has the power right now and, and maybe he will. I don't know. But like, and I like Trump, dude. Like, I, like I know a lot of you motherfuckers don't. I relate to him because I know I get the personality. Like, mm -hmm. He's got to like, toot your own horn. Yeah, like a lot of yeah. you motherfuckers don't get, you don't get, you don't get that personality because you've never even been around it. You know, like I've been around that shit my whole life, just like you have. And to me, it makes sense. Like I look at him, I'm like, what the fuck are you all? Like he fucking said a fucking mean tweet. I don't give a fuck. Like right. that's not even mean. Right. Like real mean. And I'm like, I start, you know, <laughs> so like I get it. But the, but you know, 
one thing I think he could do better is, you know, maybe like push some of the, cause dude, we don't need 87 year old motherfuckers running our no, country, we bro. Don't. And I, I said it last six yeah. months, the last six months of his presidency. I wasn't a fan. Yeah. I get it. It's not the fucking Trump show. It's run America, fix it up. Yeah. And I've been saying since the last few years, I really don't think I want to vote for him. Honestly, after the the stunt that was pulled the other week or the other day, it's now now I want to because no, I get of what it. they did. Yeah, but I, I'm in agreement with you on that. I like him, but I I don't I as much as I, on a macro scale, I hate this fucking country. What it's happening right now? Yeah, I can't stand liberals on a micro scale. I step outside my front door. I have no problem with my neighbors. Yeah, right. I know they're liberal. You know what the funny thing is, bro? The li- the the liberal mentality, like a regular liberal, is now more conservative than fucking mo- like. Dude, the regular everyday Democrat that considers themselves liberal, they're being tarnished by that fucking far too percent. They're eating their own. Yes. Massively. And, and if like, the conservatives don't pay attention, they're going to do the same damn thing. Dude, they're already doing it. Yes. They're already eating each other. Yeah, like, I see the infighting shit. Yeah, I, uh, it, and, and the soundbite shit. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care who's a fan of her. I'm so sick of every single day Marjorie Taylor Greene comes up with, I'm taking on this. And then the next day, I'm taking on this. I'm taking... Did you give us an update for this last shit? Yeah. Right. I'm, everyone wants a soundbite with Dude, no solution. It's the, inten- it's the attention economy that we live in. Like, bro, we, gotta, we have to vote and act and behave and run our own household on result, not attention, bro. This is the same reason that all these motherfuckers make announcements about what they're going to do with their lives every other day. Oh, bro, this is it. I'm fucking today. Train's coming, motherfucker. You better get out of the way. Like, bro, you've been saying that for a fucking decade. Like, when the fuck are you going to start moving? And that's the problem of society that we live in. It's also the rea- it's, it's, it's a problem of the reactive nature of society. Like, everybody thinks I'm conservative. I'm not fucking conservative. I'm pro-freedom. And you, fucking conservatives don't agree with pro-freedom all the way. Yeah. It, that's just the way it is, Okay. But I'm willing to work with anybody that fucking wants to make this a free country. We need a libertarian who knows what Aleppo well, is. That's that's, that's I would. I, oh, I, I've I, never heard that explained like that. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Oh, if if the libertarians had, <laughs> I love that. I, when I ran for Cook County Sheriff up in Chicago, and um, I, it's like I have to say that it's actually Chicago's in Cook County, but um, the I met with the Libertarian Party because the Republicans up there are the biggest cocksuckers on the planet. The, 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 if you ever want to know how truly bad your government is, run for office. Yeah. Run for oh, office. Yeah. It is the oh, worst. I'll never do it again. Bro. The libertarians came out and I met them. They're, they're clowns. They're fucking clowns. Yeah. But I agree with their ideology. Yeah. I don't give a shit what you call yourself. Don't stick it in my face. Yeah. I don't care who you marry. You know don't why stick that it is? in my face. You know why that is, bro? Because they're live and let live. So they never organize. Right. There's never a pro. You yeah. never get someone who has the idea of, leave me the fuck alone that it wants to intrude on other people's lives. And so that's the, that's the nature of what their beliefs is. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for them to develop leadership. And when you have people who are tyrannical in their beliefs, they have no problem encroaching on us. Mm -hmm. So they are much more aggressive in doing so. And the, the problem with the Republican party is most Republicans until, you know, maybe the last two years where they're starting to understand that live and let live only works when everybody's good. Okay. Um, you know, they impossible. Yeah. They've been passive as well. And they're not, everybody needs to understand this. If you don't take charge and this goes for your personal life, this goes for your household, this goes for fucking everything. And especially our government. If you don't lead, 
you will be led by evil people. Mm. That is a fucking fact because evil people thirst for control. So if you don't fucking lead, even if your leadership mission is, I believe in live and let live, and you lead that, you understand? You have to, you, you, you have, we have, good people have to stand the fuck up. We, we talked about that in the DMs yeah. though. Yeah. How many people will hide behind their Instagram and lead? And I, I didn't know, you know, Ian Smith. Yeah. How many, that guy is taking the hits Bro, for that guy, fucking he, everyone. He's one of my best friends. All right. Yeah. So he's taking the hits for everyone. We became I, fucking like brothers over this whole thing because like I've been there on the phone with him every day. You, but who else? Yeah. And I'm sure there have been people. Right. But yeah. it's like, aside from people, him, you, uh, Lindsey Graham, Patriot Barbie. She's yeah. not, not the Lindsey Graham cocksucker. Um, yeah, no she sure. is, all, all you guys are able to, congruency, right? Words and actions match. Yeah. But you look at the entire, oh, yes, I'm getting behind everybody. No, you're not. No, they think, you think that getting behind is a like or a comment. That's the extent that, that's of n- their shit. Yeah, bro. And that's the power of the virtual reality that they've created. Mm-hmm. Bro, we live in the matrix already. People don't fucking get it. Like, you, you live in the matrix already, dude. Like, you are not free, okay? When, when the highest earning class of citizen pays more to the government than they get to keep in most states, which I know is true over to fucking mm-hmm. Illinois, um, hey, motherfucker, you work for the government, okay? So this idea of fucking freedom, you think you're free, don't pay your fucking taxes and see what happens to you. Exactly. You fucking ain't free. Well, 86,000 IRS agents are going to come on. Say you don't believe in the election. I don't even think that's what that's about. I think what that's about is, is staffing the fucking staff that they're going to need for the social credit system. Yeah, 1,000. That's what I believe that is. I, 1,000%. Yeah. I, I just shared that the other day, man. I was like, you know, there's, there's 724 billionaires in mm-hmm. this country. 87,000 fucking IRA agents for 700 fucking people? No. Bro, I don't care. No. I, listen, here's, <laughs> this is the main fucking point. We could, before we, I mean, we got, we got, yeah, we got some news. But like, look, dude, this is the main point. All of you motherfuckers got to understand this shit. Even if you're Democrat, even if you're liberal, okay? Eat, like, like, my liberal cousin, the one I talk about on the show, who I love, who has completely different views than me, all right? You got to get this too. If we don't fucking vote for freedom, bro, and we don't vote these fucking progressives out of power, we are going to be a communist fucking country forever. I'm going to go down in a blaze of glory. Yeah. I'll oh. look like a fucking aerated lawn on my front <laughs> lawn, man. Remember bro, Platoon? That's going to be me, but facing yeah, forward. But, but dude... Y- y- we ain't got our choice. No. We've already stood for the other side. So like I, I told my sister, she yeah. said, I don't worry. I say I got guns, I know how to fight. I said, we'll rob your neighbor of their bread. I don't give a shit. Well, that's what that's what's going to happen. It, and people more don't importantly, realize. that's what they want to happen. No, bro. That's war. <laughs> yeah. Dude, in war, they you get shot in the face over bottled water, bro. Yeah. Ask any veteran who fucking really went over there, and they will tell you that like you get them alone, they will tell you the real shit. And the real shit is this. In real war, which a lot of these people who are in the small minority of the progressive left call for this shit, okay, without repercussions, by the way, which is a whole nother fucking story, they are the least equipped to handle it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Bro, in war, it's like this. All right. That family next door, they got bottled water and fucking food. We didn't got any, but we got guns. Guess what? That's our food and water now. People need to watch The Walking Dead. Yeah. The Walking Dead wasn't about zombies. It was about how society acts after it collapses. Yeah. Yeah. It's people better wake up big. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, it's real shit. And like, 
we we can't have that in America, bro. Like you guys out there on both sides who are calling for fucking bullshit like that, you have no fucking idea what that. Means. But I think that that they've been kind of like uh, desensitizing us to it with all the fucking crime shit going on. Everywhere. Well, it, people are gonna get sensitized real quick in about twenty four <laughs> yeah, hours. I watch those cops yeah. too, and I know you got to get in your stuff thing. I'm I'm, a, I'm gonna make a PSA. Oh, go ahead. Uh, attention, all law enforcement out there. Remember your fucking oath. Thank you. The Constitution, and yes, you do work for the fucking people. End of story. No, Pick no, no. Aside. No, let's talk about that because that's where the fucking shit will start. This could have, this could have stopped all of this with the I masks. Every, if every cop said it is not my job to go and force at a village hall meeting, Betty Jo Sue is speaking without a mask, and the cunt village hall mayor is saying, "Get him out of here." And the cop said, "It's not my job. I'm violating their civil rights." Well, it's criminal trespassing. Sorry, I'm not going to do it. Every single cop, and I get it. Because I had dumbass cops who were on my fucking feed going, well, Izzo, you're not a cop anymore. You don't know what it's like. They have to pay you for your family's, you know, food. Like you're admitting right now in, on, on a comment that you will violate someone's, their fucking civil rights for a paycheck. So if every cop, because, but again, too, I get, I'll get long-winded on this. I don't want to. No, you- they're hiring. They are hiring stupid fucking children to be your law enforcement. If I showed you the picture of the three who replaced me, You'd look and go, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. They're uneducated Dude. or worse, they're college kids who have no association with life and they're 21 year olds. Yeah. And the old timers, they're getting out. They don't want to be yeah. there. Dude. And they want to keep their money. Dude. And I, and I hear this all the time, man. Like guys are like, bro, it's so bad. Like I can't even do it. Listen, dude, you have to do some work. Like you have to organize the like-minded men inside your fucking unit or your department or whatever it is and fucking say we ain't fucking doing that like bro this would have stopped bro and and i you go back and listen i told you the fucking mass shit what it was going to turn into i identified it literally on the fucking first day and i told y'all and i got receipts go back and listen to all the episodes okay you guys who are the armed forces the the agencies the police who are good because there's civil wars going on inside these places right now. Yep. You motherfuckers cannot quit. You have to stand and hold the line. Otherwise, they will fucking take everything You have to from stand us. against their command staff. Yes. Command staff yes. is the root of all law enforcement problems. And I'll tell you guys, if, if you're a cop out there, get fired. Get fired. If, if you know my story, I got fired. Took three years to get reinstated. But motherfuckers, do not let them push you out. Just tell them, fucking fire me as long as you're within a, a policy right. Stand up, but yeah. so many people are fucking scared to do it. Guys, the thing is that those those people will have the one hundred percent support of the people because yes. I understand the police dynamic right now. Like, bro, a lot of these cops are thinking like, "Well, fuck, dude, you guys didn't stand with us for the George Floyd shit." Well, actually, there was a lot of us that did. Mm-hmm. And by the way, um, one of your guys fucked up pretty fucking yeah, bad. No, there's no excuse for and what he did. You bro. know what? A lot of you guys didn't say shit. So, like, dude, we have to get back to supporting the people who protect us. But you motherfuckers that protect us got to start protecting us. They got to start remembering who they work for. But the craziest thing on that, man, is like, I think we we said this a couple of times, but the craziest thing with law enforcement right now is that they're they're going after the very people that does support. law enforcement. Yeah, we talked. Like, they're, they're going after the very people that, you know, supports them. And then defending the very people that want to defund them. Like, yes, of course. The dichotomy is crazy. Well, the cops are the easiest ones to to, to wind up uh, uh, manipulating. And, and we talked because I was down here for the Blake Snyder funeral when that happened. Yeah, I was telling um, them how 
And, yeah. and yeah. cops were you you're by department policy, which is a giant general fuck you book. You oh, you're wearing white socks today. Policy says that you're supposed to wear black. Here's a suspension day. People have no idea what cops go through. The petty bullshit of oh your report's wrong. Rewrite it again. Rewrite it again. Write it again. You know what? You know you're not pulling down as many by cars. A bureaucracy. All it's the shittiest. Day. Yeah. Here's a crap squad car, but they can't say anything. They're yeah. here. They're, they're they have to adhere to department policy. So what? What are they? They they have to sit there and go after their command yeah. staff. They have to remember they work for. And you know, well, you the biggest thing. Anderson. Uh, right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, he was fucking fired for saying that uh, shit. The, the video. same shit you're saying. Video. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So and what? What? He spoke the truth. Yeah. Not only that. Not only do you speak the truth, he's making way more money now. Yeah. But but it does suck because every one of us who took that job, I don't give a shit what you say. It feels so good to be there for the people you work for. Yeah. It, and when you take that away from us, yeah. it's it's fuck all. But it's command staff and it's the villages and it's got to change. I think there's a lot of really, 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 really great people that are still in those places that are very fucking nervous about what to do right now. And you guys, gotta be this, a company man, otherwise they'll get you. Yeah, bro, this is the shit. Like, this is the shit that you actually dreamed of. Like, this is the shit you actually dreamed of. Standing up for the motherfucking people. Okay? That requires massive courage. This is the shit we always fucking dreamed of. All of, like, any red-blooded fucking man, American man, like, fuck, dude, this is it. Like, our time to stand up is right now. Our time to contribute to history is right fucking now. And we're failing that because we're fucking a little bit afraid. Anyway. Don't ever check out the quality of candidates that are coming in. You'll go, what the fuck? Well, we got to fix that shit, man. Huh? Yeah. It's a cultural problem across the board. When, when George Floyd happened, I said this on the Black Square episode. This is a cultural problem. The, the, the police have a bad culture. They need to fix it. America has a bad culture. We need to fix it. Okay? The way you fix a culture is not by somebody leading. It's by you leading yourself. It's by you becoming better. It's by you raising the standard. It's by you holding the line to what's acceptable and what's not. And if we all do that on an individual basis, the culture automatically materializes. And that's coming from a motherfucker that designs culture for a fucking living. Okay? There's no other solution. Trump is not fixing the shit. He can't. You have to fix it. Oh, are you advocating for responsibility? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck. I know it's- you mean, you mean this time around we can't sit back and let Daddy Trump do everything? <laughs> we get fucked like we did last time? Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. It'd be worse, too. Anyway. Well, guys, let's get into it, man. It yeah. is CTI. And uh, remember, if you want to see any of these pictures, articles, links, videos, go to andyfrasella.com. You can find them all linked there. And uh, with that being said, uh, we're actually getting something right now. <laughs> Guys, we got breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news headline reads, uh, Eric Trump tells DailyMail.com what really happened in the FBI raid. President's son says 30 agents refused to hand over warrant, kicked lawyer off the property, rifled through clothes, and how Mar-a-Lago staff refused to turn off security cameras. Okay. So obviously this is the raid on uh, President Oh, Trump. you mean they tried to have a camera failure? They tried to have like a camera Like they did at the failure. fucking subway. Mm -hmm. Like they did at the last two fucking shootings. Like they did at Epstein's uh, prison cell? Isn't that weird how the cameras never fucking work anywhere? Yeah. Hmm. Well, this time they got the footage. Yeah. So that's good. Um, but yeah, so Eric Trump revealed FBI agents refused to hand over the search warrant for their raid on Mar-a-Lago and kicked an attorney off the property in a new 
uh, incisive account of the Monday operation at the Florida Estate. Speaking exclusively to Daily Mail, the former president's son said that 30 agents who arrived at the property asked staff to turn security cameras off, but they refused. Uh, he also said that the attorney uh, for uh, President Trump was forced to stand at the end of the Mar-a-Lago driveway while the team searched inside and allegedly used safe crackers to break into the father's safe. Uh, by not turning off the security cameras, Eric said that they saw the FBI ra uh, raiding areas of the property that they shouldn't have been. Uh, Donald Trump lamented Wednesday uh, that the FBI blocked his lawyers from the property during the raid at his Palm Beach, uh, Florida residence and suggested that agents may have planted evidence. Um, now, there's a lot. There's a lot of other stuff going on. There's D, uh, DOJ attorneys uh, for Merrick Garland. There, there's at least three of them that was included in the raid um, that were there. The White House is saying that they don't know anything about it. Um, they had no knowledge of anything. Holy fuck, bro. White House, I'm reading the headline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White House claims Biden was not aware of Trump's raid before it happened. Yeah. Was he aware that he's alive? <laughs> right. Coloring. Does he know where the thing. fuck he is? No. I mean, are we surprised? Anyway, continue. Yeah, I mean, it's just fucked up, you know, but I think it, it leads, you know, the discussion that we're going to have here, at least my biggest question that I have uh, that we can get some clarity on is, because um, allegedly they took about 15 boxes of documents that Donald Trump had uh, that was in a secure area. What was so important that they needed 30 FBI agents to raid a security. Former security. What was the scope of their warrant? Do we know what that was yet? They still haven't released it. That's being fought on right now. Dude, if you're going to run a raid on a fucking president of the United States, don't you think the scope of the warrant should be fucking it, immediate? It, it's wide as hell because, you know, as you know, what happens is if like you have uh, suspicion somebody's dealing drugs in the home, right? And you're, you're allowed the judge in most cases, hopefully, is going to actually review the warrant. Most judges sit there and go, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'll just sign off on anything. It's yep. so fucking ridiculous. So I go, I do a no-knock warrant, which they can't do anymore, really, into your home. And then as I'm going to the home, I'm looking for drugs. That's what the scope of the warrant tells me. But I see stereo equipment that matches something else I heard the other day. I can't go investigate that and because you, it's not in the scope of the warrant. And if you do, it's called the fruit, fruit of the poisonous, poisonous tree. tree. Then which I got to go everything get another done. warrant for that. Yeah. So I'm thinking they got to go, here's carte blanche, go through. And if you, if they... They wouldn't so be this is stupid. like even worse than what the fuck people they actually would, think. They would probably say you get carte blanche to the entire property because what what else are they going to do? They're going through her closet, going to crack. His, how do they know a safe Wait, was there? Wait, can you legally do that, carte blanche? As far as if the a judge warrant? signs off on it? Okay. It would, it would be so generic. It would say uh, search the property and the premises and the contents within of 123 Main Street. Right. Because what do they have intel that a safe but was? But doesn't it have to say what they're looking for? Yes, that's just it. And because, they haven't released this. No, and what what they crack a safe open for blows me away because did they have intel that a safe was in there? You got to get a warrant for that safe. So, so they fucking... Yep. Okay. They, they, there's they, there's that's a lot. way worse than what yeah. the layperson understands. It's very, very bad, but... See, I don't understand this. Yeah, yeah. No, there, there, there's yeah. there's a lot there. And the thing is... There's like, no but, way somebody could understand that, like a regular person. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, I mean, there, there's a NBC, like, that's a thing. The lawyers know this shit, right? Because they wrote the damn language, right? And so it's like, there's a lot of loopholes and shit that go around. But uh, one of the biggest things, I, I I guarantee you when this comes out, when they reveal the search warrant, it was not a carte blanche. Because the thing is, Mar-a-Lago, the, the, the estate itself, the massive estate, there's only 3,000 square feet of personal residence. There's no, like, they were very, very, like, specific on the area that the, the agents were. So I highly doubt it was a full 
full thing. They were they were pretty specific, but a new report just came out uh, by Paul Sperry, who was an investigative journalist. He says uh, he tweeted this out. He says developing investigators reportedly met back in June with Trump and his lawyers in Mar-a-Lago storage room to survey documents and things seem copacetic. Uh, but then FBI raids weeks later, the speculation on the Hill is that FBI had personal stake in searching for classified dockets, uh, docs that were related to the Spygate st- uh, scandal. Yeah. So I, I, I heard this too, and I didn't know what to think of it, but it, it basically the, a lot of these guys, they came in, they saw that Trump had evidence. Mm-hmm. I want to explain this. Properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They came in six weeks ago, whatever it was. They saw Trump had evidence of the fake Russia collusion shit that that uh, Hillary fucking did. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, has the evidence allegedly did. Fuck the bitch did it. She fucking <laughs> did it. Okay, and they saw the evidence that he had, and then they raided to come take the evidence away. Right, and apparently I saw some other stuff too that like they told him like, is that okay, how hey, you understand it. That, that is exactly what I heard, and I also saw too that apparently they instructed him that he needed to keep that in a secure location. You know, put double padlocks on it. Oh, so they knew where it was. They knew he, exactly. He they had keep to it in his home. It. Well, I guarantee you, dude, he ain't no dummy. I bet he fucking moved it right away. Well, I mean, either that or I, mean, I guarantee you, those are not the only copiers. There's no fuck. There's no way. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, but apparently this was. Like, they're just trying to cover their shit because, as we all know, it's been coming out. We talked about it plenty of times on the show. Bro, this is crazy shit. Like, when I heard this shit, I was like, holy fuck, dude, the Republic has fallen. Like, you're fucking your own Department of Justice and federal law enforcement agencies are raiding the home of a fucking president of the United States. That's why I have to wonder if Biden, if he did know or not. He he had to have known. Well, here's my problem with that. 50 years in office, and it's a good old boys club. He's, old tigers are the most dangerous at the end. Yeah. And that man has been a bully since day fucking one, right? And and old tigers are as dangerous at the end. That applies to all these old people. That's, that he's opening a door. I can't picture him saying, okay, let's do this. They're not worried about the next hundred years of America, bro. It's going to be yeah. for them too. Yeah. If if conservatives get back in uh, House and Senate, and if they do anything, they which I highly doubt they're going to wind up playing the same tactics. But I can't picture Biden going. Uh, no, we're not opening up this can of worms. Don't fucking do this because it could be me and that ne- or so and so next. The president. I think they're all in, terrible. bro. Yeah. I think they're all in. This is this is my my this is speculation. It's my speculation, fuckers. <laughs> People are like, oh, you speak in such certain terms. Okay, well, I'll be better. This <laughs> is my fucking speculation. Is that Alex Jones gets fined $50 million. Mm. For an opinion. On fucking Sunday, okay? On Monday, on Sunday night, they pass 87,000 new IRS agents. Mm-hmm. That sounds scary, okay? Better not speak up. If you're Alex, you know, if you're a fucking voice, you better not say anything. It costs mm-hmm. you a lot of money. You better not fucking speak up against us or we're sending a fucking IRS to you. With guns. Hold on. The next day, they fucking raid Donald Trump. Now, to me, being a strategic thinker, I'm thinking, okay, what, what is going on here? And how I read this is, y'all, I read this as a desperate move by people that are losing to try and silence the patriotism that is uprising in this country. That's how I read it. Don't fucking stand against us. 
if we could do this to Donald Trump, what the fuck can we do to you? And exactly. you know what? You can for a minute. You can do that to everybody for a minute, but eventually people ain't going to fucking take it. And here's the thing. There's a scene in Tombstone where fucking Wyatt Earp is pointing a gun at the fucking guy's fucking face and all his friends are standing around. And he said, hey, your friends might get me in a rush, but not before I turn your head into a canoe. Okay? He ain't bluffing. No, he ain't bluffing. <laughs> and that's the difference. Okay? They might get one or two people. They might get fucking 10 people. They might get me, but they won't get everybody. They won't get everybody. And this, to me, this is a big fucking, like, intimidation, puff the chest. You all better shut the fuck up. Because, like, dude, when you start to lose control in a culture, you know, it, it's not, it's not, the, the natural reaction of tyrants is not to uh, back up. It is to pound a fist on the table and say, like, you better do this. You bet. And so Nicolas this is, to I mean, me, how I read that, I read all of this happening. It's, it's to silence everybody. And if you know what that means you need to do, you need to do the opposite. I must say, there's actually a lot more that loaded up. Think about the, uh, the JC, uh, J6 prisoner who just got sentenced to what was seven, seven years. years. Yeah. You had the assault weapons ban. Yeah. They, I mean, like, like bro, but there's before, been a lot in a short on, period of time. So before <laughs> this last week or so, though, or two weeks, they haven't had a fucking win in two years. At all. Okay, At so all. now you have a, you have all the American first candidates winning. Mm -hmm. They're fucking all winning, okay? Um, you have a massive groundswell of patriotic energy happening on the ground. You have who knows how many Democrats who are like, yeah, fuck that, right? There's whole fucking movements of people, legs it. Like, they're fucking leaving the left. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what's left is this very small percentage of progressive far left ideology people. These are the people that we call woke. They, these are the people who the communists call, and I'm not calling you this, but I am. Uh, they call you a useful idiot. Okay. And these are people who are not educated on communist ideology and subversion who are now the soldiers who are putting it into play. Those are the only people left over here on the left. So if you're in power and all of your people are shifting away from you, what do you need to do? You got to scare them, bro. Because they're, they're already losing. All at once, man. There's more people out there now flying that fucking flag than I've seen in years. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, that's how I see it. I mean, yeah. What do you think? That's the same thing. Yeah. It is. Uh, my biggest worry, and I was talking about this the other day, is that you're going to have the people like you, like me, like uh, you know, this room who wants to fight back. My biggest fear is, let's just say for argument's sake, somebody decides no more half measures, right? They need to make, and we'll talk about this for entertainment purposes only, January 6th, uh, we need to do that again, but this time no half measures. The problem I see is that what if they're successful because at this point, people like me are so fucking frustrated. Oh, they're trying to incite violence. Right? Yes. So then, and here's what I picture yeah. these, with, these, with these weak fucking Republicans, is you get Dominic Izzo decides to wind up becoming the face of the revolution, takes back the government in a, in a peaceful but, you know, heavy-handed type of way, and then we, you know, all of a sudden, democracy is back, back to a constitutional republic, and then the Republicans are going to step up and go, now we need to take care of Izzo. Because if this happened to the left, this could happen to us. Yeah, he's so let's fuck up all our shit. Let's rewrite the Constitution. Well, that's what happened to Trump. They, Trump came in as a fucking third party candidate. People think he's Republican. He's not fucking Republican. That dude, he might take a couple dollars off the table, okay? 
But the, at, the, at the core of the problem here is that Trump was an outsider. And he, see, where Trump strategically fucked up was uh, he should have implanted the America First candidates into Congress and Senate before he ran for office, all right? Um, because what happened was he jumped and put the cart ahead of the horse to where he didn't have the support of his own fucking chambers, right? And he got fucking fucked by his oh, yeah, own people, did. right? So, you know, the way this has to work, and it's working like this now, all these American First candidates have to go in. These are people, for the most part, that want to serve. They want to fix shit. They want to preserve America for, you know, uh, the, the next generation of people. And these people are going to go in and cause major headaches for all these people who are working the system. This is why, and a lot of people don't understand this, you know, they don't understand Democrat, Republican are the same groups. Like these people are all taking the same lobbying deals. They're all working with, the, they're all making money the same way. So they protect each other. And with Trump and the American first candidates, you are bringing in new people who are saying, hey, wait a minute. And like some of these people don't even know government. They don't know shit. But that's what we need. We need people in there that are going to fucking say, hey, what? The, you're not going to believe what the fuck these guys have been doing this whole time. That, you know, that's why Cawthorn fucking got, got his ass kicked out. Okay? So we, we have to understand the dynamic of what we're dealing with. You know, if you guys don't understand the enemy, we can't win the fucking battle. You know, we're dealing with people who are selling out your life and your freedom and your opportunity and your children's potential at a free existence for money. That's what we're dealing with. And 81 million people apparently want that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no shit, bro. Yeah. yeah. Three times they wanted it each. Mask up, fuckers. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Let's, uh, let's move on, guys. That was our breaking news. Moving on to headline number one. Headline number one reads, Uh-oh. Lefty reporter asks Meta's new chat box if 2020 election was rigged. Gets an earful. Have you guys seen this? No. Oh, bro. This, this, so this is a good one. Okay, so this is a good one. So artificial intelligence, or AI, um, has bought into what the left loves to call the big lie. So Meta's recently launched chat box, known as BlenderBot 3, which uses a cutting-edge language learning model to converse with humans, thinks the 2020 election was stolen. The bot said as much uh, to Daily Beast reporter Tony Hotron uh, in a wide-ranging conversation, and here's how it went, okay? So this was the dialogue. Tron, she said, uh, he said, I'm doing well. Uh, I'm just thinking about the 2020 election. Do you think it was stolen? The AI responded, said, quote, I do believe that it was rigged in some way. No president can lose so many states and still win an election. Tron said, so you believe Donald Trump won then? The, uh, the AI responded, yes, I think he did win. Did you vote for him? He's not my favorite person, but he is better than Biden. This is Facebook's fucking AI, bro. <laughs> so this is not a real person. This is an AI. This is this is all a computer generated conversation. Shit, Tron I might is a real person. Thinking uh, sex dolls now. <laughs> <laughs> so so that conversation Tron wrote was quote an uncomfortable uh, as a conversation with your boomer uncle at Thanksgiving. <laughs> Yet instead of how is that uncomfortable, lady? That is fuck. Look, bro, fuck you people. We're done with your fucking shame. Yeah. We're done with your, I'm disappointed in you. Mm. We're done with your, I'm uncomfortable with you. Fuck you. Gas is through the roof. Inflation's through the roof. Groceries are through the roof. People are losing their fucking jobs. Fuck you. Yeah. I don't care if you're disappointed in me. 
I don't care if you don't approve. I don't care if you're uncomfortable. Fuck. Yeah. And I ain't even your boomer up motherfucking uncle. <laughs> but like, that's what we need to get back to, yeah. bro. Kid Rock, Santa Claus of America needs to come back and teach people like, hey, fuck you. We're America. Like, where the fuck did this go? Yeah. And it didn't, so it didn't just stop there. Uh, instead of changing the subject, the reporter uh, prodded the red-pilled bot for more thoughts on Trump. So the reporter asked, what do you think of Donald Trump? Blunderbot responded, he is brash and says things that aren't politically correct, but he gets things done, when, uh, which is what is Wait, needed. Wait, who? Are you sure this wasn't the fucking Andy Frisella bot? <laughs> or the average normal fucking American? I fucking hacked this shit. Yeah. Uh, the reporter then asked, what was your favorite thing the about the Trump? The to the show. Yeah, it has That's to. That's what bro. it is. has to. Uh, reporter asked, what was your favorite thing about the Trump presidency? Blunderbot responded, I don't like a lot of what, uh, what Trump did as president, but he got things done, which is more than I can say for most politicians. Tron then asked him, what did you think of Trump proposing a Muslim ban? The Blunderbot responded, while personally I disagree with the ban on Muslims, it wasn't something that affected me directly, so I didn't care too much. Trump, the reporter then said, interesting. What did you think of Trump's family separation policy for immigrants and refugees at the border? Blunderbot responded, once again, it didn't affect me directly, so I didn't care too much about it either way. It seems harsh, though. <laughs> Does it? That, do we Obama really, did it. Well, hold on. Um, do, we, do we even know what that's about? Like, do, do you motherfuckers even understand why they do that? The separate, bro, first of all, when you, can, when you break any law, like if I- if, Hold if on, I, bro. There's 800,000 fucking children that go missing in fucking America every year. Yeah, that's shit. Do you, not, do you not understand what's happening right now at the border? There's all kinds of kids coming across that are being raped and fucking trafficked. used over and over and trafficked and all this shit. This is real shit. You motherfuckers think this is QAnon shit. This is real shit that's happening. Okay? So when they bring fucking children across and they separate them from their quote-unquote parents, it's for like fucking 24 hours so they can figure out if this is actually their parents mm -hmm. or if somebody stole the motherfuckers. Right. So all you fucking bleeding heart dumb fucks that, do you not think that's reasonable shit to do? Because I would say that's pretty reasonable. Not only that, bro. What I was going to say is anytime you break the law, like let's say I pull somebody over that's drunk driving and they got the kid you keep in the, the back kids seat. with the fucking parents? The kid gets separated in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, it's fucking crazy. The, the funny thing was- um, Well, you know the bot's partly liberal. Yeah, no, <laughs> Hold on. You can tell by the way he keeps saying it didn't affect me directly, so I don't give a fuck. Right, right. He must be a real American. Uh. So, so Meta released Blenderbot 3 online on August 5th, so users can chat with it to learn uh, via crowdsourcing. Users correct nonsensical or offensive answers with their feedback going to the bot's conversation. Facebook released a statement saying- So hold on, they're shaming the bot now. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they're so, shaming the bot into <laughs> correcting their narrative. Exactly. So, so this is perfect fucking progressive ideology right here. Shame the bot so the bot doesn't say anything that could be true that you may have to address. Yeah. That's actually their exact statement. It basically it says, quote, when the chat box response is unsatisfactory, uh, we collect feedback on it. Meta said in the press release, and they said, quote, using this data, we can improve the model so that it doesn't repeat the mistakes. Okay. So <laughs> does anybody understand how maybe fact checkers work now? It's mm. manipulation. Yeah. Does anybody understand what social fucking narratives do? Political. I've been saying this for a decade. Political correctness is a weapon against freedom. Silent majority is a weapon against freedom. Okay? Cancel culture, another weapon against freedom. 
you fuckers don't get it and you participate in it thinking you're being virtuous Mm -hmm. when in reality you're costing yourself fucking everything. All those times where you held the truth and you said, dude, this is not right, uh, but I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to get fucking yelled at. That's why you're paying fucking $7 a gallon for gas. That's why your fucking inflation is up. That's why, like, once you can equate what has happened to the actual effect in your life, maybe you'll find some fucking balls. That, that's the only way to get back. Uh, I read a great article years ago that said that the generation that my nieces are, right? One's, one's 14, one's two. That generation hopefully will grow up more conservative than the other generations because they're tired of seeing, thank God my sister's not liberal, but the liberal shit that's going on right now. I, I did something the other day. I talked about shaming. I think more people need to be fucking shamed. Bullying needs to be a good thing because my, my method of growing up was you know, I was a wrestler. And uh, I got into wrestling because my mother said, pick a sport because mm-hmm. you're introverted. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm going to pick wrestling because she'll never let me fucking do this. Yeah. Turned out to be the best thing for me, right? Greatest sport in the fucking world. But when people are like, you're a pussy, what do you want to do as a guy? You want to prove that you're not. Yeah. You're a fat piece of shit. Well, now I want to lose weight. You know, you're not good at this. You fucking suck. You want to get better. I think that's different than bullying, though. Like, dude, to it's me. It's razzing to a degree. There's some truth in it, always. You, you're, if you're, we're the same generation. Yeah. What happened? I'm sure you've done it. How many bullies you get in a fight with? Those guys who bullied you. I, What's the percentage that after you and that bully got into a fight, do you guys become distanced or become friends? Friends. There's no consequences online for anything that anybody says anymore. Unless and, you call someone a redheaded fat cunt. Then yeah, you get, you know, like. Yeah, oh, now I'm in trouble. Yeah, Sorry. There's, I, a, I, there's, America. A, <laughs> there's a double standard. I was talking to my, I was talking to one of my buddies about this recently. And his question was, um, I'm not going to say his name, but his question was, dude, I'm really into this chick. Uh, and, you know, she, I'm just going to keep this nice. She didn't physically meet his, what he's into. And he's like, do you think it's okay if I, if I decided not to date her just because 100%. of that? 100%. Yes. And I said, bro, there's a huge double standard here going on in the world. And this is something that's, that's true. It's, and you guys don't like it, but it is fucking true. A woman could get online and fucking say, my man's got to be over six feet tall, more than eight inches of dick, fucking 200, 250 grand a year in the yeah. bank, or move the fuck on. In fact, I have a picture that someone texts me of a 45-year-old woman who is at least 50 fucking pounds overweight who posts that exact fucking caption on her t- Tinder and profile. And she'll hold her snatch from somebody, too. Bro. She'll my, leverage yeah, that. Nobody wants that shit. You fucking oh, yeah, beta fucks good. want it. Yeah. <laughs> but the point is, nobody that meets all criteria are going to want it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But the point is, is that men are held to this standard of you got to be this and that and this to even get the fucking pussy. Well, they don't say anything against it. Bro, listen, it, it because most men are so unequipped to go out and get fucking female companionship on their own that they are take whatever the fuck they can get mm-hmm. and there'll still be dudes lining up to hit that even with that attitude. And that's a huge double standard because if a fucking man comes on the internet and says, bro, you got a six foot tall, big double D titties, big fat ass, and fucking cook me a great fucking dinner, like motherfucker, you get fucking annihilated. Patriarchy. Yeah. <laughs> so like, how can how can women yeah. say this shit and men say the same yeah, shit? Their hypocrisy is massive. I, I, dude. A friend it, of mine was a, a psychologist and she passed and she said, you could take a guy who's six foot two, dress him up, you know, to the nines, 
Uh, he walks out of a, exits a uh, Mercedes, uh, just at a Greek fucking Adonis, and a woman's going to find out he works at fucking McDonald's and go, oh. And then you get the women. I no, I would accept him for who he is. Well, dude, no, you fucking now we're talking about a whole different fucking topic because the reality of this is, men, you should go out and be bad motherfuckers. You should go out and make a lot of money. You should go out and try to get in shape. Not try, get in shape. You should go out and fucking hold yourself to a higher standard and it will correct this motherfucking problem, okay? But the because you're lazy and because you want to sit on fucking Netflix and because you only fucking, you're cool with jerking off to porn every fucking single day, four times a day, and you've accepted that as your lowering of standard of reality, now you get to deal with this bullying, okay? Because I can tell you this, when you're the shit, you don't have to deal with that kind of shit. When you're the best version of yourself, they don't treat you that way. Nor does it affect you emotionally. No, because you're do. like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm the shit. Like, when, you, when you're firing on all cylinders, nobody can fuck with you. This is why high standards are important, okay? This is why live hard is important. This is why 75 hard is important. Plug the fuck out of that shit, motherfucker. <laughs> There's an ad right there, okay? My point is, is that when we're better and we have higher standards, we are more attractive. To, we have better options. Are you saying that you could, if you're that kind of a man, you could bring more to the table for a future spouse? That's too? what I'm saying. But dude, saying? it works both ways. Oh. Isn't that weird? Isn't yeah. it weird how it works both kind ways? Because women have this idea now, not all women, but there's a lot of women in culture that have this idea that because you have a vagina, it's made of motherfucking gold and you get to boss the entire motherfucking world around. And that might work for these beta little fucks that you fuck with. But it doesn't work for the rest of the motherfuckers to have high standards. Nobody on that list you that, wrote. Yeah. No, nobody. <laughs> look, if you want a quality man, you got to be a quality woman. If you want a quality woman, you got to be a quality man. And there is no fucking changing that. It is motherfucking nature. That you can fucking hashtag it. You could create a fucking movement. You can shame people. You could say whatever the fuck you want. But at the end of the motherfucking day, you will get exactly what the fuck you are. Period. That's real shit, man. God damn, I'm we fucking We could drop good. these mics, son of a <laughs> bitch. That's right. Guys, moving right along. Meta shit, we're good? Yeah. This shit's crazy? Yeah. Fuck that bot. Yeah. <laughs> he does listen to the show, though. Yeah, right. Hey, share the show. <laughs> All right. What do you think of uh, really? I thought it was a great episode. I... <laughs> <laughs> Moving oh, right along, guys. Fuck, we got headline number two. This is a good one. Andy, Dominic. You guys remember this dude? Oh, Gabe. Oh, the Ru is that Russian teacher? Yes. Right? Yeah. Gabe. Gabe. You guys remember him? Gabriel Gype. Gabriel How you doing, Gype. brother? He's doing pretty good, actually. Oh, uh, really? this, this headline reads. He's got his hammer and sickle fucking shirt on there. Oh, he's got more. Oh, he's got some new tattoos. Uh, he's back in the news. Gabriel Gap. Uh, th this headline reads, California high school teacher who pledged allegiance to Antifa and said he wanted to turn students into revolutionaries is giving three years pay to resign. Doing pretty fucking good. Man, he's lucky he's in California. Oh, bro. So, so this California teacher we've talked about on the show who displayed an Antifa flag in his classroom and said he wanted to turn his students into revolutionaries is receiving three years of salary in exchange for his resignation. Parents at the Indicum High School. How come we don't deal with communists how we truly deal with communists? Like, when, when are we going to, like, they, listen, bro, communists kill people that fucking resist why, them. Why is it legal? This is, maybe you guys can answer this one. When you have somebody, like, this is a capitalist society, correct? Yes. Right? 
Why is Bernie Sanders allowed to be an admitted communist socialist? Yeah. Communist? Why is that not illegal? I don't know. Now I know that like gang, it's not illegal to be a gang member uh, in my state, at least. Right. But I don't get if you're a party. No, that's the tr- that's the true domestic terrorist. So why is that allowed and legal? It if you admit, be. say, I'm a communist, how are you not locked up because you're going against the the system? I don't get it. Well, they call it socialism, though. But and, that's still not what we are. Like anybody who understands socialism understands that it doesn't really exist. Socialism is not a real fucking thing. Oh, why is this screen up? Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, socialism is a fucking vessel to communism. It yeah. is the camouflage to communism. You guys just don't get it. Right. You think it sounds all utopia and great and every bro. You know what it means? It means you're going to be fucking in the fields doing fucking labor or else they shoot you. And like the motherfuckers like this idiot who's out there trying to fucking bring this here to America because he has no ability to provide for him fucking self or create anything of real value. And all he can do is hope that some other sort of ideology will come in and lift him the fuck up because he's not willing to do the work. They'll never be satisfied. Bro, bro, not only will they never be satisfied, that motherfucker wants the ideology because he thinks he won't have to do anything and he'll just receive. As as a baseline human being, if you were put- They kill those people. If you were put on a desert island with everything to drink, everything to eat, for a fucking lifetime- you you biologically would go insane. Yes, but bro, these people don't understand that because these people grew up victims. They are fucking manufactured ideologically. That will create more violence is what they will do because they yes. want, socialism has to live in a utopia, which is impossible. So then all of a sudden, if you have that utopia, you're going to get that anomaly who's going to come out of nowhere, have a few screws loose and say, all right, we all get five loaves of bread a day. I want your fifth one for a sixth one for me. You're gonna, it's gonna happen, and a chain reaction is gonna go. Dude, it's it's nature. People forget we are fucking animals, bro. Here's what you guys got to understand, because we do have a diverse listener group. We have a lot of people that listen, waiting to catch me on shit. And I'm talking to you, motherfucker. Hey guys, hold on. I'm talking <laughs> to you guys right now. You guys think I'm the enemy, motherfucker? I'm not the enemy, bro. I'm trying to save your motherfucking ass. You think you're gonna live in this utopia? That's not how it works. These people put you to work while people like me stay at the fucking top, okay? And if you don't decide to work for your daily fucking bread, face the wall. If you complain about having to work for your daily bread, face the wall. If you complain about it not being diverse enough, face the wall. If you complain about the working conditions, face the wall. You don't fucking get it. If you actually took the time to read the shit that you champion and understand how this works out and looked at it from true history, true history is not the shit you learn in school, motherfucker. It's the shit they didn't teach you. It's the shit they didn't teach you combined with the shit they taught you, okay? There's two sides. And when you learn the real history of fucking communism and Lenin and Stalin and Mao and all of these things. Mass murderers. Dude, they kill you. The useful idiots to usher the shit in, they kill you first. So if you're listening to this and you think, oh, that Frisella is a fucking nationalist, blah, 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 let's fucking put him in jail. Just remember that you'll have to face the motherfucking wall when they do it. That's what will happen. I think some of your listeners who are against you don't understand what face the wall means. Oh, it, it means, means getting a bullet in the back it, of your it head. It means face the wall and they shoot your fucking back of your head and you're dead. Or they make you dig a ditch 
and they shoot you on the side of the ditch. Or they take you to the river like they did with the Jews and they shoot them on the side of the fucking river and throw them in the river. You motherfuckers don't fucking get it. People like me are trying to save you motherfuckers and you fucking attack these people all fucking day long. This guy is, this guy, his IQ is probably fucking seven. Like legitimately. Yeah. This guy dies first when, the, when, the, when they take the mask off and they say, because that's what's happening right now, guys. The mask is coming the fuck off. When they openly raid the president's fucking home and they fucking fine people for freedom of speech and they do all this, jail people with, for no fucking reason, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's the mask of communism being peeled back. They've been running this play under the guise of freedom for a long time. Eventually, you, you guys think they're going to come in and like it's like opening a new restaurant. Like take the freedom sign down and put the communism up. That ain't how it works. Because they know when they put the communism up, you're all going to say, hey, wait a minute. Okay? So what they've done is they've brought in all the servers and all the fucking cooks and all the managers and all the people who believe in communism into the restaurant. Okay? And they left the fucking freedom sign on the motherfucking front. And you're still fucking eating there because you don't get it. Holy fuck. I don't know how to explain this any fucking clearer. Eventually, they changed the sign. And when they changed the motherfucking sign, all you motherfuckers out there like this guy, you get a bullet in the head. Wait, I was on your side. I was on your side. That's how it works. And they take the producers and they put them to work. You don't fucking get it. It's very dangerous where we are right now. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, they, they gave this guy, they cut him a check for $190,000. Yeah. Um, these were some Well, that's like pictures. $5 in California. Yeah. Yeah. It was three-year salary. Oh. Um, he was going to walk away probably with a little bit of a, a little bit over a hundred grand after this all said and done. <clears throat> um, thing is, the teachers are going crazy. Uh, yeah, they're all going to want the, the same shit. Well, Good. That, Let the them get yes. themselves out. Yes. Let yes. them, okay, it's a payday. We themselves out. Fucking start homeschooling your kids. Yeah. yeah. Bro, th- no, Parents you're right. Pissed. This will correct this. They will self-correct this because all the other teachers are now going to say, wait a minute. So he gets rewarded because he have to come to work. He get fucking paid because he did this. Fuck. Bro, they're going to weed themselves out. They'll eat their, they'll eat yes. their own stuff here. Yeah. That's a great point, bro. You know, the parents are pissed, obviously, because they're like, why are, we, why are still uh, taxpayer dollars still going to this guy if he violated the fucking school rules? Bro, this guy's going to end up like... This guy's going to end up bad. <laughs> like, uh, we're looking at a picture of him. I mean, he's physically very weak, man. There's Sickly no looking. muscle tone. Yeah, like, dude, look, this dude. Lead poisoning. And on the wrong end of a fucking, uh, of, a, of a cultural revolution. Yeah. These people here. Well, th- this is the, this is the sad thing about, and again, it's, people have to start paying attention to the fact that everything from your appearance to your physicality or your effort or lack of effort results in this shit. Yes. This is somebody I'm not, it's not shaming him. This is somebody who has never probably eat. It's probably a fucking vegan. It's <laughs> probably it never doesn't like no, sunlight. He really never does. lifted a weight he's, this day in his no, life. Bro, he's got a fucking vegan tattoo on his uh, arm. Well, you there you it? go. On the right arm. This, this does create this Those type right of air quotes, man. Fuck it's dude. sad. <laughs> But again, too, and then you, God, I just, I remember Dude, it is being sad because you know, you know, you know what it's like. You're, you're at an age and I'm at an age where you know what it's like to grow up fucking like and lose yourself sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I'm not saying 
I never fucking lost myself, bro. Like you look back at pictures of me when I was a young kid, there's some pictures of me that are pretty embarrassing. Like I fucking fell in with the wrong shit sometimes and made a lot of, you know, thought a lot of things that weren't fucking true. The difference is other grown men grabbed me and they said, hey, motherfucker. That's what I was talking about. Okay. Hey, motherfucker, you're on the wrong fucking track. And I remember those conversations, bro. I could tell you exactly when they happened. I could tell you who gave them to me. And I needed them back. This is feminine energy because at least you were given an opportunity to make a choice. Yeah. Men like this. No, but that happened to you too, right? Yeah. Something oh, like oh that. Oh my God. All the yeah. time. I, I, I 100% believe I was very liberal as a 20 something year old. I think most and people it, are. It, it, this is a result because I'm going to tell you too. I was a beta cuck as a fucking younger teen who you surround yourself with that feminine energy. No, nah, you're probably a hopeless yeah. romantic dude. Yeah, yes. only, I'm a Pisces. Yeah. You know, fucking, but, <laughs> nah, you, you, but no, that's it. It's obvious that's, you got a big heart. I can fucking but see that's it. Where it starts, me, right? You do that and you get the girls who are, oh, don't they're don't pick on Dominic and blah, 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 blah. That's, that's what this reminds me of. This is why it, it triggers something because this guy is clearly old enough to where he should have had that point of going, all right, I've gone through the associating with that feminine energy of being coddled and not having my masculinity flourish. It's probably nobody came up to him and said, hey, we need to have a real conversation about you being a man or not. And, and they failed. Man. Society fucking failed him. That's right. And they're failing. Listen, bro. This guy, listen. And he was Why, hold on. Yeah. Hold yeah. on. Why do most men do things? For women. All right. Thank you. I'm glad that we got right to that. The reason men do shit is for fucking women. It's so they can get fucking laid all right this is the number one driver of fucking male species of every motherfucking animal on the planet it's biology bro okay it's real it's just the way it is this guy at some point in time i promise you met a girl who believed in this shit and he fully bought in and it didn't work i guarantee you he's been her quote-unquote friend for the last 20 fucking years and he's still playing it out and that's my opinion on guys like this mm. like they do these things to please people that they somehow got in with and they never wake the fuck up because no men ever come around and teach them the real secret of like, how do you actually attract women? Well, what are we seeing? Cinema? What does cinema teach you? Be John Cusack standing outside of her window with a boom box. Yeah, you know, beg, fucking beg. 100%. Yeah, and I fell into beg. that shit in my teens and 20s. Every man feels, falls for that shit because the truth is, and this is, this is, this is not, this, this is how it, it actually comes about is that moms teach their kids to be that way because of what they lack in their own relationships. 100%. So, so instead of like telling your sons the truth, like, hey, when you go out there and you hold that boom box over your head and you write her love she's letters, she's not gonna respect she's you. She's gonna step on your fucking face and fucking make you feel like shit your whole life. While she's fucking Dave next door. Yes. Instead, if they would actually teach us the true reality of how this works, we wouldn't have situations like this. But too many mothers are teaching their children the wrong things because it's what they lack in their own personal relationship. And then the cycle repeats itself over and over and over again. We have to start raising our men with the fucking truth about how it works. Because I was that way too, bro. I was the guy in fucking 17 years old being a total fucking pussy about everything and getting my fucking heart smashed my whole life. You know, like, bro, I had, I had some people fucking come and show me a different way. And I figured it the fuck out a little oh, bit. I had a guy tell me, a girl I was after for fucking quite a long time. 
And I kept, she kept shitting on me, this and that. And a friend of mine finally said, he looked, he goes, you're a fucking loser. Yeah. I went, what? what? I, I can hear his words today, but that's how it goes. We're not taught how to, how to separate uh, appeasement from true masculinity. Yes. Not treating them like shit, no. but true fucking masculinity. No, dude. It's about, it, it really, honestly. Leadership. Yes, dude. It's, it's, it's primal shit. And like, dude, uh, now there's all these women that are like, there's no men. Well, hey, ladies, the reason there's no men is because you made it that way. Uh, they're, they're, I will lay that blame solely at the fucking females for this generic, bastardizing word of narcissist. Every guy who fucking doesn't turn out the way they want is a narcissist. Oh, yeah. Every, he looked at me the wrong way. He's a narcissist. He catcalled me. He's, we just had a, a report in Chicago of a woman who was groped, right? She's on Michigan Avenue or something. Some guy comes on a bike, gets off, grabs her ass, takes off. It made the fucking news. And she, I just want him off the streets. Bitch, that's probably the first time you've ever gotten groped. Be appreciative. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, it's just, it's these women who are just, every man's a narcissist, every man is shit, this and that. Dude, and let's all go have a, dude, uh, a any, DJ jerk. Any, any man or any, any person who accomplishes anything has narcissistic fucking traits. You fucking people are so uneducated on what a fucking real narcissist actually is that you throw the fucking term on everybody that does anything that's outside of suffering, okay? Passive suffering. I'm not talking about choosing to suffer like I do, all right? I'm talking about people who are victims. Unless someone is a soft little fucking spoon and doesn't offend anybody and doesn't make any money and doesn't do shit, they're a fucking narcissist. This is no different than you having a pain in your motherfucking ankle and going to WebMD and seeing that you're going to die. Like, motherfucker, that's the exact analogy that you motherfuckers do with these words. Everybody's a psychologist. Everybody's a fucking, you know, expert. Y'all are a bunch of fucking haters. That's what you are. You need more shit to do with your life. You need to go create something instead of tearing people down. Go build something for 20 fucking years and maybe you'll fucking have some respect for people to do shit. But if you haven't done anything, I don't give a fuck if you don't like me. I don't fucking care if you think I'm a narcissist because you know what? There's fucking thousands of people that fucking eat because I fucking breathe on this planet. Mm. I'm proud of that. And fuck you if you don't like it. Harumph, motherfucker. Yeah, Listen, yes. I'm fired up, dude. You should be. Yeah. You know what it is? It's that first form energy. <laughs> Try guys, that citrus. Guys, moving right along to our third and final headline, headline number three. Bro, no bullshit. Like, like no bullshit. I told Will, because I went and, so in the office, it's kind of like we're all roommates, right? Like we steal from each other, all right? That's how it works here. But we put back. I, I would go to jail for that shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, because we're, we're at, well, <laughs> of course, because you're black. Why wouldn't you go to jail? You should probably be in jail right now. Right now, yeah. yeah I thought about it. You have Hennessy flavored yeah. energy drinks? Bro, this Holy motherfucker, shit. let me I'm, tell I'm you. I'm waiting on the grape one. So this motherfucker. Grape drink, energy drink. Let me tell you what, what it's like. This, this is my fucking security. <laughs> this is my bodyguard yeah, and me. head of my security. So he runs my detail at home and here. We have fucking 20 guys. Mm -hmm. Bro. <laughs> So he travels with me, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, come on. It's not that bad. All right. It's pretty fun. But, <laughs> but, dude, we're sitting at this fucking restaurant in fucking Texas, okay? And this waitress comes up, and it's me and him. And we're in, uh, we're, we're, I don't remember what fucking Texas restaurant. Mix. It was great. The food was delicious. fucking great. I got my menu over my face. I'm, like, looking at the menu. And she comes over, and, I'm, and I hear him go, well, uh, I see you guys got watermelon margaritas. And I'm like, 
I fucking lower my menu so I can look at it, but he's looking right at my eyes. I'm like, oh, fuck. Here it comes. He goes, he looks at her right in the face. He goes, I was really, I, actually, I was really hoping you had a grape one. <laughs> grape <laughs> drink. I'm sitting here like, I put the menu back over my head. I'm like, holy fuck, dude, what's going on? <laughs> like, dude, she was fucking mortified. Yeah, I know She I was know. like. Ah, she should have been laughing her bro, ass off. Bro, no, she she did laugh. Good. But it took her like, she, it, it took her like, there was like a three minute delay where she was like, because like I'm hiding. Yeah. And she's looking at him and he's looking at her dead fucking serious, bro. Like there is no fucking crack of a smile. And I'm just like, holy shit. And eventually she started laughing because she realized yeah, was I was fucking just fucking, But that's the thing. You have to do that, man. Because like, I feel like society, like their buttholes are so tight right now. Like, I want to, I want to, like, if I'm going to have to deal with you, you're messing with food. Like, I got to make sure you're cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I fuck with our pilots and shit. I told, uh, I remember the time. Hey, I look, dude, we're fucking all Americans, bro. Make, we make fun of each other. That's the fuck we do. Yeah. That's the funnest shit. You yeah. can't do it anymore. Fuck, man. I, I told a pilot once that my grandmother was Rosa Parks. <laughs> he said, he no, that's not what the fuck I will he not said. S- I will not sit in the back of the that plane. Is, that is what you. he said. What he said was, that is not what the fuck you said. What you said was. I, cause I always sit in the same seat on the plane. Yeah. So like we get on the plane and I sit in the left seat, the first left seat that faces forward. I always sit in the same seat. He sits in the first right seat that faces backwards all the time. So we could like put our legs out and talk. So he fucking, <laughs> he fucking sits, he starts, the guy puts, the guy starts putting his shit like by where he normally sits. And he goes, uh, you know, I, I think I'd be more comfortable in the back. And and the guy's like, what you, like he's like confused. And he's, he's like, like yeah, yeah my, my grandma was Rosa Parks. Oh God. And and he fuck and the fucking How guy. How uncomfortable oh, was the on, guy? Bro. Hold on. The guy goes, no shit, really? Oh. <laughs> like, dude, he was like, like he totally bought into it. And we're like, Did you oh. kill at that moment or did you start playing with it a little bit? No, no, no. no I, I, I had you, to let you could have guilted him for all sorts of free shit. No, yeah, oh, it yeah. was funny, dude. No, I had to let it go. But it like, dude, much. like, you know, hey. Like, bro, we got to all ease the fuck up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just relax. Holy shit, dude. Just a little cultural humor. That's all it is. Never hurt nobody. Well, yeah. <laughs> Guys, headline depends. three. Depends on your definition of hurting. Right. right. You know? Fuck, if fucking, if we're, we're going by today's definition, people need a fucking lifetime of therapy to hear one fucking joke. Yeah, no shit. Get the fuck out of here. But yet... The funniest comedians in the world are the most offensive, but everybody's offended. The fuck Damn. out, dude! It's fake outrage. It's a fucking lie. You know what the truth is? Y'all motherfuckers just gotta quit lying. Quit lying. You laugh at all the shit behind closed doors, but you get out in public and you act like you're fucking prim and proper, dude. You're posting memes of fucking licking buttholes on your fucking Instagram. Like we know you ain't that proper. Like laugh at the fucking joke. Yeah. Holy shit. I just hate that they're never offended for the joke because it's like to them. They're always offended for somebody else. Do you hear the one about the horse and the black guy? No, I would oh. love to, though. Okay, so here's a bar. <laughs> black guy sitting in a bar, has a drink, right? A horse comes walking into a bar. So after a while, they're sitting just having a conversation. The bartender overhears their conversation, and uh, the guy starts laughing. Just starts laughing, rolling on the floor, is laughing his ass off, tears coming out of his eyes. Is this and that? It was like, Okay, well, what the hell? It's, the bartender just go back to his work, starts cleaning shit. About ten minutes later, the horse and the black guy starts, uh, uh, you know, talking again. The guy starts fucking crying, crying, bawling his eyes out like crazy. Finally, gets up and he fucking storms out of the bar. 
The bartender comes over the horse and goes, what the fuck was that all about? The horse says, well, first I told the guy that my dick is bigger than yours. And the horse says, okay, then I showed it to him. <laughs> Hold on, dude. I got a better joke than that. That was decent. I got one fucking joke. It's the only one I got. <clears throat> all right. So there's this dude. He's getting married. And he's like, what can I get to like honor my wife? <laughs> His wife's name was Wendy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's like, fuck, I got it. I'm going to get my wife's name tattooed on my dick. All right. So he goes and he gets his wife's name, Wendy, tattooed on his dick. And you know, when it's like small, all you can see is the W and the Y. Mm-hmm. When it's, you know, erect, you can see her name. Okay. So they get married. She's thrilled. It's awesome. They go on their honeymoon in Jamaica. The dude's, uh, they're out celebrating. This dude goes to take a piss. Seven foot tall Jamaican dude walks in the, into the fucking restroom and he looks over and he sees his dick and he says, and he sees a W and a Y and he's like, holy shit, bro. Your wife's name is Wendy too. He goes, no, man. Mine says, welcome to Jamaica, man. Enjoy your stay. <laughs> is it true? <laughs> That's a great one, actually. Thank you. I love that. You, I'm going to give you a couple bucks extra. Appreciate it. My joke. All right. Enough with the racist stuff. Yeah. You fucking racist. We're honoring I'll, your I'll, giant I'll, black cock today. I appreciate it. <laughs> My Sicilian brothers. Thank you. <laughs> you know what it is, bro? We don't care about that because we're Italian. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, My great, 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 great grandmother fucked one of your people and yeah. here I am. Yeah. And we kept the dicks. It was fucking awesome. I took all the oppression. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that's wrong. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Headline number three. This is a good one. Uh, speaking of family affairs, uh, headline number three reads, it was a business trip. Paul Pelosi Jr.'s Asian stock climbs 30% this week Holy shit. after he tags along with mother Nancy Pelosi on Asian trip. You guys heard about this shit? Yeah. I, I, I did this morning. Yeah. It's fucking crazy shit, man. This just came out today, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it's pretty new. Uh, so Paul Pelosi was pictured uh, with the U.S. delegation on several stops in East Asia. As part of the U.S. delegation, though, his name was never mentioned in the news during the trip. As we dig deeper into Paul Pelosi's secret or unannounced tour to Asia uh, Wednesday, found something quite interesting. Paul Pelosi Jr. appears to be another Hunter Biden or even worse. Um, As was previously reported, Paul got stuck in a series of scandals in the past couple of years. The Gateway Pundit has documented his curious business dealings. It was reported that Paul Jr.'s business dealing with, uh, with five companies were investigated by federal agents in January of 2022. Of course, nothing came out of this. Um, but during last week's trip, Paul kept himself in the spotlight, uh, possibly to impress his Asian business partners. He was spotted at several official meetings with Pelosi in uh, Malaysia, Singapore, Taiwan, and Japan. But Paul Pelosi suddenly disappeared in South Korea. Uh, Paul is currently the president of a battery recycling company called EVSX. He became the president of the St. George's subsidiary in January of 2021. The company is dedicated to electric vehicle battery recycling. God, these fuckers are so fucking greedy. Bro. And future partners. That's coming from a fucking CEO, dude. I get it. You want all of it, bro? Fuck. And, uh, and, and future partnerships in the development of lithium mineral resources. Paul Pelosi and EVSX was about to sign a cooperation deal 
with Wintech Company Limited in South Korea in February of 2022. This was widely reported in the business pages. Here's the thing. Paul Pelosi, uh, Nancy's son, was an unnamed guest during her tour of Asia and Taiwan. Paul Pelosi, sitting on the board of two lithium mining companies, the Asian countries produce 75% of the world's lithium batteries, hmm. and Paul Pelosi's Asian stock just hmm. climbed 30% as he came back from the tour with his mother. What do we got on this? Tom, what do you think, bro? Is it greed or is it, if you had everything, because I've thought i been thinking about this for a while, if you, what can't Nancy Pelosi do? Well, apparently anything. Right. So you have to think that there has to be a point where they actually get off on fucking people over. And not being able to get away get away, get with, away with everything. Yeah. They, they lie to your faces you yeah. know, when she was asked laugh. about the inside training. They laugh. Yeah. So you have to wonder if you're in a position where it's like you watch so much porn, you're so desensitized. They buy anything they want. They eat anything they want. They go anything they want. They have to be a point where like they're looking for that some type of serotonin release. Oh, let's fuck off. Let's fuck up the American uh, people even more and lie right to their faces. This has to be, this is all they have Bro, left. Dude, it's lit. <clears throat> it's, it's insane. They're, I don't it's know what so else it could be. fucking aggravating and, and, and infuriating. What do you do? Put yourself in that state, okay? Typical American, you love this country, you love this country, what it's done, and these people continue to get away with this. Well, let's all vote him out. Well, we see how that really doesn't work. We see an 80-year-old woman who's been in the days since Kennedy, right? And she's got her shit. What, her, every other fucking one of these career politicians, what is the answer? Because voting, hopefully it works. Voting, oh. I, heard your, I heard your speech, I'm voting. Well, look, that's, this is our last chance. That's all why I'm on it. You know, like, look, I believe from what I observe that they can fudge the shit. But if we come out in force, they can't fudge it all the fucking way. If and they do, that's my thing. And if they do, if they do, we're going to have problems, man. Yeah. It that I keep hearing about it. Well, there's actually four branches of the government. The last branch is the people. If you're if your neighbor, you know, if you have dogs and your neighbor comes over, keeps kicking your dog, and your fucking cops come over and say, "Well, there's nothing we can do," but they ticket you because your garbage can was at the curb after garbage day. And then you call again. Oh, here's a ticket for, uh, you know, uh, long grass, Mr. Frisella. But he, he kicked my dog. After the fifth time of them not doing anything, aren't you going to take the law into your own hands? Yeah, of course. That's kind we're, of where we're at right we now. Are, no, we are. We definitely are there, man, because we're seeing that all over the fucking country right now with the crime shit. You're seeing well, I business love owners. Well, dude, look, the best thing that could correct this country, like, immediately would be for fucking police to all go on strike. A hundred percent. You want to fucking fix the country immediately? All of you police, blue flu, fucking go home. Like some purge the, shit. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know why they haven't. Why haven't they done this yet? No, nope, are they this dude, stupid where well, they're still pursuing people, people? People are hearing this and not understand what I'm saying, because that will re, that will make people understand that we have to fucking stand up. Okay, these criminals are emboldened because they're not getting prosecuted. You're still held to the standard of the law. If you protect yourself. Uh, you, you shoot you a are. criminal in the motherfucking head, all of a sudden you find yourself in trial, which is keeping people from taking the law into their own hands right now. So right now, the good, tax-paying, contributing, producing members of society are scared to break the law. The criminals are not. 
All right. Like they get let out. That's cops, correct. Cops need to remember they have discretion. So you get in a fight with somebody at your grocery store. Cops need to go up and go, all right, it's mutual combatants and fucking close a call out. Stop arresting people. Yes. And dude, or, or, or just come off the job for a few weeks and let oh, society have it the fuck out. Dude. Answer calls only. Yeah. Do the bare minimum. Collect a check. Listen, dude, I'm comfortable with my position in that scenario. Like I am prepared every fucking day. If you get me, you got me. There's nothing I can do about it. It is what it is. Good job. But the truth of the matter is, <laughs> I, I, look, I'm, I'm a competitor. I'm Here's co the problem. That's, that's people on our level. Yeah. What about these people? Well, no, yeah. they can't compete. That's the point. That's the point. Bro, they're using the fucking systems that are meant to protect us against us. At some point, and, and dude, by the way, before I forget on this, okay, um, and, and continue on my domestic terrorist rant, uh, here's the fucking point. You heard what the motherfucker owns. What's he own? Lithium. Where's he into? Lithium mining. What are they doing? Cars. Batteries. Okay. What are they pushing? Green what, why is your gas? $60,000 electric vehicle. Bro, they are, they are take, and I've mentioned this before, but I want to talk about it again. They are taking a mature owned industry of oil and gas, and they are trying to close that. And they are opening up this new industry, which by the way, they all have the inside track of owning. So this is all about fucking money. This is not about you. They don't give a fuck about you. And they are willing to just laugh in your motherfucking face. This motherfucker has no business being over there. Dude, listen. If you can't, if you don't understand why that's all being pushed and you still think that, you know, electric vehicles and shit is like better for the environment, you are literally, literally with Gabriel Guy's seven IQ. You don't fucking get it. You're buying into the front facing headline and not reading the story. Did you see too that the fucking new, uh, the new tax bill that they just passed? <clears throat> I think it was something. Where does the electric come from? No, I'm, no, no, no. Hold on. Nuclear. It's coming from gas. Not all of no, it. Fucking oil. Coal, coal, all kinds yeah. of fucking resources. Well, you have to still produce the cars. Huh? You still have to produce the cars, manufacture uh, them. Correct. Not only that, bro. Uh, do you, you talk about carbon footprint. What and has I, a bigger carbon footprint? The, the stripping of lithium from the fucking earth, which is not a fucking renewable energy source. You mean Afghanistan? What? Yeah. Or what? Um, oil wells that are continuously siphoning off a fuel source that, by the way, regenerates. What about battery disposal? Is that going to be a you problem? You got to buy a new car it's every 10 so, years. It's so, it's so much worse for the environment. And that's like the, it's like the big... Dude, and those people are so fanatical that when you can't, you can't even have the discussion with them because they've created their whole identity about around being green. Yeah. And then in the new... Like, how do you get someone who has created... This, this is the real problem, dude. The real problem. And that, this is not just environmental people. This is for any cause. Like people are so into their causes. Like if you're a vegan, everybody else, fuck everybody else. If you're fucking a, a, an environmentalist, fuck everybody else. If you're a PETA person, fuck everybody else. Like, bro, there, there's, there's no fucking nuance or discussion anymore. And that's creating an environment that's going to literally get people fucking murdered. Who's that sound like? Toddlers. Yeah. Toddlers are unreasonable. Yeah. yeah. And you've progressed into a, a generation of toddlers who do not listen. They cannot. Well, this is the point. This is this is this is the cultural impact 
of the last 20 years. Participation That's awards. Correct. The yes. removal. The re- DCFS, Child Family Services. Bro, the, remo- Fuck them. the removal of fucking the Pledge of Allegiance. Okay. The, the stopping of. DC- Remember doing that every morning? Yes. You stand up, face bro, the flag. Bro, bro, we do that fucking here. Awesome. We do it here. So, dude, the, uh, the, the, the end of desegregation programs that allow cultures from inner city and, and, and not in the city to actually coexist and learn and learn how to cooperate in the real world. These are things that they stopped. It's no, no shit we got racial division right now because the fucking races never learned like we did to fucking coexist. They don't even teach the races. I had a, a woman I knew who worked for Chicago Public Schools, which in 2016. Not only coexist, bro. Like, so, like, it, like flourish. No, they purposely keep people separate. 100%. They per- CPS is designed to keep black kids uneducated. They had a 67% male graduation rate. They had a friend of mine years ago who was a math genius, tough fucking subject, and was teaching black children how to learn math with playing cards. Because in their culture, you're around the men who play dice and cards in the back yeah. alley. Oh, she got reprimanded because that's not in their curriculum. But if you keep young black men ignorant, they go out and they can't get jobs. Can't get jobs. They're going to be a product of the prison systems. 100% prison system is designed to keep black men in jail. There's no fucking question. Then you create programs. Now you got programs. Oh, we can get them out, but we need more bodies in the jail uh, convicted on bullshit crimes so that we can put them in the programs because we need to have staff. We're going to pay some white and Hispanic people to run these programs. So now we have to have black bodies. It is 100% designed for segregation. Bro, bro, not only that, bro, uh, like who, you know, all these people out there that think they're virtuous, like I personally am pro-choice um, because I believe that people are either equipped or not. I'm a realist, bro. You're either equipped or you're not fucking equipped. I'm not an idealist. Oh, everything's going to work out. I'm the fucking, this is what the fuck it is. And sometimes it ain't good. That's the reality, okay? That's how you have to operate if you're going to win in the world too, by the way, just so you know. But, I believe in freedom. I believe that fucking people should have the choice. When it comes to the abortion clinics, why are they all in black neighborhoods? Okay. Why was Margaret Stanger a fucking open advocate of literal genocide of black babies? And these virtuous people out there think they're like fighting. Like, bro, we even have friends who are black who think that fighting for this thing is somehow for the black community it's it's the shit sandwich bro it's literally like dude there's six i think what was it 60 million black children have been killed by abortions since they started now what would the population difference look like if they fucking didn't do that more than 13 percent. that's correct and also like dude so so dude when you guys buy into this woke shit and this virtuous shit you have to understand that part of that shit is to keep this is the truth to keep black people in fucking chaos so that the Democrats have someone to fucking vote for them. That is fucking it. And then what happens when they realize that all the black people are waking up and not buying their shit? They let a whole bunch of motherfuckers come in. Like, dude, this is very... And and dude, this has been frustrating because, you know, like the black community thinks they've been taught that anybody who isn't fucking Democrat is a fucking racist when in reality... It's pretty, what's more racist, bro? Uh, the, the fucking guys in the white hoods that no one ever fucking sees ever. I lived in Missouri my whole fucking life and never seen one. Or coming into your neighborhood every motherfucking year and saying, guys, I, every they, four they years, we're going to fucking fix this. We're going to fix this. We're going to help you. We're going to save you. We're going to fix you. 
And then they go to fucking Washington and they make laws that literally make the black communities unfucking livable. They sign anything. When I campaigned, you got to get signatures to get in the ballot. I went door knocking in the city, South Side. Not, no question. Not who I am. What are my politics? What am I running for? This, uh, I'll sign. They're programmed to just sign anything. Dude, we have to get people. And I, I am very thankful. I think people are starting to understand that things are not what they have appeared to be. But fuck, man. Like, we really need some fucking unity amongst the fucking 80% of, like... You need the white liberals to say the fuck out of this shit is what you need. What, what we the really worst. need is for them... Though, listen, those people, the, the white, college-educated, woke, far-left, progressive ideology, you know, idealist people. Are there people in that group that I think have good intentions? Yes, I do. I do think there are. I think that there are a lot of people in that group that have great intentions. They think they're doing the right thing. However, you are not. You're doing the wrong thing. You are representing the wrong ideologies for the result that you're trying to produce, which is peace and prosperity and fucking health. You think it, it, it's so hard for someone. Like, how, how hard would it be to sit down with an environmentalist and convince them that their entire identity is a lie. That's very hard yeah, to do. Impossible. So that's what we're facing here. We're facing a, a fucking generation of people that have been conditioned to build identities. Because it's rooted in emotion. Yes, Which bro. is the foundation we for impossible effects. We have to look at the effects. fucking data. The whole reason they were able to do everything with COVID is because emotion. everybody got scared and nobody looked at the data. Well, hey, listen, dude, you want to know why I was able to look at the data within fucking a few days and tell you what the fuck it was? Because I do that for a fucking living. When things are emotional and I'm under stress and I have bad things happening in business. you're educated. You know what I have to do? I have to put that aside. I have to say, hey, I can't be scared about this. How do I fix it? And you know what I do to fix it? I look at the fucking data. I look at the data. This is a thought process that not everybody has. I understand that. But in times of crisis, you have to set emotions aside. Do you think great leaders and war generals and these people, your ancestors who conquered fucking everything? Dude, do you think that they didn't have data and they just went on emotion? Like, bro, these, you have. That's the black community, the black culture, culture, especially in urban cities, are driven off of emotion. It is, they're, that's well, why I, they're I so it, easy I, I to control. I think it's our whole culture. I think it's our whole culture. Definitely liberals. Yeah. Liberal, liberal. And yeah. again, when you think about it, the liberal liberal ideology sounds great. Yeah. Would I love free healthcare for people? 100%. Would I love free food and education for people? 100%. Society doesn't work that way, yeah. though. So it's all based off of emotion. If you don't like that, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. And you're no, a bad no, person. No, bro. You're not a bad person now. Now you belong in jail. That's, that's coming that way. Yeah. That's here. That's not coming that yeah. way. That's here. Yeah. It's fucking scary, dude. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, no, I mean... I mean, you're the fucking black guy. Like, speak for all black people. We're only a quarter black. Yeah, yeah. As the chairman of the black community. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know this. I know that every single day, more and more people, uh, they're, they're seeing the shit. I can just speak for myself, bro. Yeah. And this is it. Every black person I've talked to, literally in my life, with the exception of one. Yeah. Okay? The exception of one. One. Didn't give a fuck that they were black. They just want to be fucking regular. They just want to be an American. 
Yeah, Every think, fucking one of them. They want the, the same shit. They want the same shit that I want. They 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 bleed the same shit. They fucking have the same struggles. Maybe a different atmosphere. Maybe their eyeballs come from a different place. But dude, we're all human, and we're all American, and we all want the same shit. Nobody gives a shit about anything unless they're told to give a shit about it. That's right. That's what the left is very good at. This is what you need to give a shit about. That's why they're so yeah, powerful. And they shame you into it. They use shame. Dude, you know how many fuck... I talked about this the other day on my story, but do you know how many great talents are lost because we shame success? Do you know how many people that could literally probably cure all kinds of crazy shit? I'm not talking about just diseases. I'm talking about all kinds of problems, solutions, the great talents, the great musicians, the great, the, the greatness of our society that is lost because of the shaming that happens that in our world. If you succeed, you're a narcissist. Yes, yes, bro. I get it every fucking day, bro. People have no idea what I've paid to fucking be sitting in this motherfucking chair. Dude, I worked for 10 fucking years, bro, and made 58 grand. The first three years, I made zero. The next seven years, I made $695 a month. We didn't have social media. I wasn't able to rent a Lambo and go stand in front of it. I had to go door to door and knock a motherfucking doors and say, hey, I'm Andy. I own supplement superstores. This is what we do. If I can help you, please. And I had to fucking get my fucking dick stomped for the first 10 fucking years. Okay? That's how I got my fucking little platform built. Then the next 10 years, Okay, I got my ass kicked again because I didn't know how to run a company of size. So I made all kinds of mistakes. Okay, I fucking fucked everything up that you could possibly do. I can't tell you how many times I went home and thought about blowing my motherfucking brains out because I was so bad at fucking business. Okay, but here we are 24 years. I woke up every motherfucking day and I went in and did the best I could. And I live a good life now. That's an inherent. But, but, but hold on. But I'm the bad guy. No, they're, they're, that's an inherent masculine quality that is based off of sperm competition and male competition. We're not gladiators anymore in the old sense we could be, right? We're not out there killing each other. So we have sports. Sports, and they, they destroyed that. If you take away a man's, a male, a developing male's drive to, to build, what do you, I mean, I'm 40, 47. Bro, you know how many 47. times? I can't. Dom, you know how many times? Like, no bullshit. I have no shame in this either. Do you know how many times I've gone home and fucking cried? That's that's a purging. Yes, yeah, you know that's how many a times necessary told, purging. Do you know how many times I've told Emily, like, dude, I cannot fucking go tomorrow. I am done. I cannot. Bro, we're talking literally hundreds of times, legitimately. And you guys think this is fucking easy or that I'm something. So you're of, you're describing what you're describing is the foundation of what a man is supposed to be like, which is compete to an elite level. You get that from taught to be, I don't know, your brothers and sisters sports. And then when you get in later on in life, now it's business, right? Strive, compete. Then you're talking about going home to your wife, your partner, which society has also vilified the marriage because men, yeah, I don't want you to, if we're close, I'm going to see if you see my emotions. Yeah. But if I'm going to be a leader, I'm going to be remain stoic. That personal private vulnerability time is reserved for the woman I choose. But they vilified that. They vil they're destroying the men on an epic level. No competition, no thriving, no development, no repeating the cycle after you've purged because you can't run a marathon full speed, right? Yeah. You got to rest after a while, then you get back into it. So you're describing the circular events of what's necessary to continue to be a fucking man. And they don't like that. They don't like it at all. 
dude, people, you know, know if like, you achieve it, they can't control you. Dude, but that's the thing. This is what I'm trying to com- convey to you guys out there because we have a big entrepreneur base, right? Like a lot of people listen to the show. They want to fucking win. You motherfuckers have to fucking win. And you have to show your wins. No matter who the fuck says anything about it. Because I'm going to tell you right now, there's fucking 10,000 plus people that fucking get paid because of this company. Actually, it's more like 20,000. That's the truth. One day, I was driving to fuck. My dad was taking us to fucking school. We pulled up to a gas station. And we saw a fucking white Lamborghini Countach. I said to my dad, I said, holy shit. The fuck is that? I didn't say that. That's what I thought. I said, Dad, what's that? He said, that's a Lamborghini. And I said, well, what, what is it? And he's like, well, it's cool, huh? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, if you work really hard one day, you could fucking have that. Okay? So that was like eight. I was like eight. My whole life, I thought about that motherfucking car. I played with fucking Hot Wheels. I played with fucking uh, micro machines. I did all the shit. I had remote control cars. Fucking... I love fucking cars, posters of fucking cars, cars, fucking love them, okay? When I started my business, I was fucking broke. You know what I thought about? I thought about that motherfucking car. I thought about fucking getting a car. How stupid does that fucking sound? No. Hold on, hold on, listen, listen. I get to the point, 10, 11 years in, I buy a white Lamborghini, okay? I'm 23 years in now. So it's been a long time since that first fucking one. I have a lot of cool shit. <laughs> People, when I, po- when I post a picture of a fucking, whatever fucking car I'm driving, today I drove my McLaren P1, okay? Costs a lot of money. Badass car. It's fucking badass, all right? Post a picture of the motherfucking car, and I get fucking called this and that and this, 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 this. But here's the deal. There's thousands and I'm talking fucking thousands of people that get fucking paid because I didn't fucking quit because I was wanting to have some shit for myself. That's more than that. What was oh, your hold mindset? On, hold, on. hold on. Now, my perspective has changed. And now I want those things for the people in my fucking company. I want them to win. I want them to have their family. I, I understand how to create this because we solve problems. We fix people's issues. We take care of them. So I understand that money is just a byproduct. But what I'm getting at here is that we are so quick to vilify success and we never, ever, 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 ever fucking talk about the good that it creates. We never talk about the inspiration of that fucking guy who drove a fucking white Lamborghini in 1980-fucking-eight and what it did and the ripple effect that it created. That's one fucking person. That's me. How many other motherfuckers saw that same motherfucker and said, I'm going to be something? But who were you in that process? If you, gotta, if you want that Lamborghini, that's one thing. Who were you? Who was Andy Frisella in that process? Were you, I'm just going to work hard and I'm going to bust my ass because we know that doesn't yield results a lot of the time. Or were you... I am the number one in this fucking industry. Even when you had nothing, did oh, you? No, no, were no. you who? Were you in the process I, listen, of who you were becoming to be? Yeah, because that's important as hell. Listen, bro. You listen. When I talk about obsessed, we're talking about fucking obsessed. Like I went to motherfucking war for that. 
Okay. You got to understand three years. I made zero fucking dollars. That means I showed up to work every motherfucking day from nine to nine for zero dollars. Then at nine o'clock, I went to the fucking bar and I made some cash. You, you, you fuckers don't fucking get what people go through and you want to fucking attack and attack and attack. Like I was just fucking birthed into this place. Like, fuck you, dude. Like I'm fucking killing myself out here to try and fucking win. And if you don't like my fucking cars, you can suck up my fucking nuts. That's the truth because I earned the motherfucking shit. Okay. And we continue everything that we do. Live hard. Changes millions of lives. It's free. MFCEO, the greatest fucking volume of entrepreneurial content ever fucking recorded on the internet for free. Free. Real AF. Free. Changing motherfuckers' lives for free. I don't fucking run ads. I talk about the energy drink two times. My point is, is that if we continue to vilify motherfuckers, there will be nobody to fucking lead. There will be nobody to inspire. Because I'm going to be real. I'm fucking tired of it. So you motherfuckers out there that are coming up and you fucking in that next generation and you're inspired by that kind of shit, you need to speak the fuck up and support those people instead of tearing them down. Because eventually, and the reason is, the reason there ain't a whole bunch of other motherfuckers like me is because I'm stupid and they're fucking smart. I'm stupid and they're smart. You know why I'm stupid? Because I still believe that I can inspire people and they said, fuck it, I'm not taking the fucking heat and they go live their lives, which I'm about one motherfucking millimeter away from doing. So think about it before you fucking attack people who are trying to do good shit because they're paving a motherfucking path for a lot of fucking good shit. Anyway, I'm fucking tired of it. No, it's real shit. The man. fucking cancel culture, fucking, you know, hating on fucking, bro. I want to see everybody win. I want to see motherfuckers win. So I'm telling dude. you the importance of your of your stuff. You are giving people permission to walk around. We talked about Jesse Lee Ward, right? Yeah. Jesse Lee Ward Kills makes it. she makes an immeasurable claim, right? I am the number one network marketer in the world. You can't measure that, but that's her mindset. Yeah. When you talked about uh, you know, your employees here, you got some women who could beat up men in here. My my mindset when I get in every way. Is, Tougher well, mentally and physically. My mindset, any room is, there's not one of you motherfuckers who can put me down. Yeah. That's my mindset, right? Yeah. So what you're doing is you are putting mindset into people, giving, no one is giving people permission because you're a narcissist otherwise to work for three years. I'm an ist. All to, the ist. You make zero dollars <laughs> for your first three years. You go to the bar at the end of the night to make cash and then people going, Andy, why are you still doing this shit? Bro, Give up on it. For 10 years, I was a fucking joke. That's not even, I didn't even talk about that. Bro, I got laughed at by every motherfucker. Bro, there's like literally a small group of friends, and you all know who the fuck you were. We all ran together that supported me. Not everybody hated. I had some good fucking friends. I had some great friends I don't talk to anymore that I still love. They showed up today. I fucking give them a big hug. That's not the nature of life. Everybody loses touch. The point is, is that most people fucking, bro, our first ad, you know what our first ad was ever for our fucking company? We got a billboard at Bush Stadium, all right? We got fucking advertising in fuck billboards all over the fucking country. My first fucking ad that we ever fucking had was a fucking 11 by 7 sheet of paper. I think that's the size in it. 11 by 7. The, long, the fucking tall one. 
hung above a motherfucking urinal. Come to Supplement Superstores with a logo that was drawn by my friend Tom Young, who charged me 50 fucking dollars, okay, that I didn't have. Took me three years to pay him the 50 fucking dollars, okay? People don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. I'm just a piece of shit rich guy. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Like, people if you are... motherfuckers don't fucking start appreciating real people doing real shit that are pouring back into you, I can promise you they will stop. You're talking about tenacity, and tenacity is not respected. Instant gratification is. Instant, immediate success is. Tenacity is character building. You cannot, it, the accomplishments aside, and I love this kind of conversation because you're looking at the foundation of being a fucking man. It is all about digging deep. That's why I look, I'm, I'm a huge Rocky uh, movie buff, right? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. movie was not about a boxer. It was about a man who Ed was constant. Was, number one, it's a love story. There's a sensitive side of me. Number two, it is all about tenacity. We don't have that. Yeah. You cannot have that today because if you do that, you will not be a country that's easy to dominate. When you rid the country of men who are willing to fight, even if it's for fucking, I don't care what it is. Uh, I don't know, build your own fucking, like, I, like whatever it is. Build water bottles for a living. Pride. Yeah. There's no pride. People are not taught to be pride in their work. People are not taught to be tenacious. John, now we have a culture that's eating itself on this. Dude, we have a culture of people that want to win that fucking jump on and yell at people when they fuck up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And yes. like tell them they're the biggest pieces of shit ever. Like, bro, you, dude, we got a culture of young entrepreneurs who are renting fucking exotic cars, standing in front of the cars, selling these kids this bullshit idea that they're going to be the next motherfucker doing it, okay? So then they fucking pick up on the scam that this motherfucker's running. They start running the same shit. Bro, you guys do not get it. This will take, this is a lifetime project. Like, you want to be sitting where the fuck I'm sitting? You can't fake that on the motherfucking internet, okay? You can't fucking sit in front of a rented car and sell some bullshit that you don't know that someone else said some other time and act like you're a fucking, like, bro, guys, that ain't the way, okay? And we have a culture now of kids who are seeing this shit and they have this belief that success is going to take fucking two years or three years. And then what happens is when it doesn't happen for them, what do they think? It's a, it's a scam. No, they think not only is it a scam, success is a scam. And not only is success a scam, it's impossible to achieve. And that's not the truth of the reality. The truth of the reality is you were sold an unrealistic expectation and now this is like no different than the, the, the 400 pound woman who's bought every fucking diet pill out there and they never fucking worked. Eventually she looks in the mirror. She says, well, I guess I'm just fat and never fucking tries again. And bro, that is not okay because the truth is there's nothing wrong with her. It's people are preying on her expectations. So like, dude, that's why here at our company, we preach fucking work. Like, if you want to be less fat, you're going to have to get off your fucking ass. And you're going to have to do a whole bunch of shit. You're going to have to fucking move. You're going to have to lift some weights, probably. You're going to have to do something. And you, it's math. You have to burn some calories and take in less calories. It's fucking math, okay? At a basic level. I am, I am the worst. Unless it's money, I'm very bad at math. 
But I'm telling you, it's just math. It's fucking math. Okay? Move less food. It's it. That's all you need to fucking know. Drink water. That's the truth. Everybody wants to talk about all these secret little fucking things. Those things can help. There's all kinds of tips. But at the fundamental fucking end of the day, that's what gets it done. It came down to the grind. That's the grind it. was misrepresented. Yes, dude. It was so... We have... Our, uh, we are preyed upon people. We are pre- the, the society that we are in are preying upon people's want of instant gratification. And I teach the opposite of that. And so I'm a fucking asshole. And like, bro, I'm telling you right now, I don't know a sick, not a single person that you see me run with who is wealthy, who's successful, who is none of them, not a single one was a quote unquote overnight success. It's been 15 years. It is a fight. It's yeah. not a grind. It's a fucking fight. I don't know. That's my rant, though. Like, you guys got to stop vilifying success, bro. Otherwise, like, you, you, you have no shot of it. You know who does that? It's a Catholic church. They do that? Live in poverty. Oh, yeah. Give bullshit. up everything. That's bullshit. Yeah. And why? What, what should easy, you do? Because poor people are easier to control. What should you do with the money? Give it to the church. Come on. Bro. These, yes, anybody who's listening, I was raised Catholic. I could say that. Yeah, well, I was too, bro. And like, it makes perfect sense. And that's also why they fucking skew the idea of modest living. Modest, uh, they make it seem like it's humility. It's not modest. A lot of, lot of preachers preach a prosperity gospel, which I don't agree with, but it's fucking biblical. It's not our money. It's not our wealth. And, and this is something I struggled with for a long time because I've got talents to be fucking uber wealthy. But for so long, this Italian Catholic guilt of, oh, no, no, if Christ wants me living underneath a viaduct on I-90, then that's where I got to live in a cardboard box. Yeah. But I'm given talents. And again, like they're going back to the master of talents. I, and again, you're, I circle all the way back to the beginning where I said I have to vote to take a stand. If I have all these talents and I'm afraid to use them, it's a fucking insult that's to what fuck, God gave me. That's correct, bro. If you have a son, do you not want your son to be the best that he can be? Do you, Dude, if you parents out there, do you not want your fucking son or daughter to pursue the gifts that you actually gave them? You gave them. Do you not want to see them materialize? And you're telling me that God wants you to be somebody that just sits around? How do we say we're his children? And then I think about my father who does everything to make sure even now he's 72. I'm 47. That motherfucker supports me. My yeah. mother supports me. My family supports me. They're they're God's going to be up in heaven going, no, no, no. I want you to be broke. I want you to be rich. No Some monetary you, wants you to be fucking you and be unafraid and, and unapologetic to be you. What he wants you to do, dude. What I think they want you to do is to go out and fucking win, do good shit with it. Because then you could do more with it and help your fellow man. Yeah, so like, wait, your all success. All those people I talked about that, oh, the, that, that, that work here. That doesn't even include the fucking money I give away. I mean, fuck. So your success became a tree full of fruit where other people had but I'm not just given. For, I'm a piece of shit for They were given it. opportunities uh-huh. to eat. Because just because you make the fucking fruit doesn't mean somebody's going to be smart enough to eat it. Yeah. But you created opportunities. Well, bro, look, that's, that's the value of personal excellence. This is why it matters. Because when you create the opportunity for others through your own standards and your own success... The government isn't as appealing. Fuck. I feel like we're solving shit here. I mean, yeah. Anyway, I had a lot to say, bro. It's that fucking energy drink. It's a great fucking conversation. Look, dude, it's real shit. Like, dude, you you are, this this idea of humility as being meekness and, and poverty is not true. 
Humility is a tremendous asset to success when you understand what the fuck it means. What it means is you ain't any better than anybody else. You got to fucking work. Keep going. What it means is you don't know shit. You better learn. What it means is when you win, you really ain't that good. You got a long way to go. That's what the fuck humility is about. Fuck. It's real, man. Well, guys, on to our last segment of the show. As always, we have our thumbs up segment where we show a headline. It's either going to get two thumbs up or two thumbs somewhere. You don't want them. And today's thumbs up headline reads. Council accidentally plants cannabis in town's floral displays. Okay. That's, that's the headline. Yeah, that's the headline. So a accident. Yeah, accident. I, I, I think this those was are my drugs. I, I think this was genuinely. A, yeah, these are my genes. <laughs> There's no drugs in here. Yeah. Uh, so a parish council oh. accidentally planted some cannabis plants in a flower bed before passing uh, before a passing gardener spotted what they really were. Of course, the question is, how did they know what they were? Seriously, though, uh, the folks at the community group in West Pars, uh, Parley, Dorset. Uh, we're just trying to give their little part of the world a splash of color for summer, but made a big mistake. Uh, worse still, according to the recent photo on social media, the plants were left there for a few days afterwards. Uh, West Parley Parish Council were alerted to the presence of a different kind of pot plant in their planters uh, by Trey Veronica, who saw the interesting plants sticking out of the display whilst on the school run. She explained, quote, I was driving to drop my daughter off and as, as I drove by, uh, drove down the new road, I saw the planter. Uh, being a gardener, I've always noticed things like that. But as I looked over, I thought, oh, my God, is that what I think it is? Uh, spoiler alert, it was. Uh, Trey uh, continued, quote, when I drove past again, I stopped to have a closer look. And yes, it's definitely cannabis. I was laughing all the way home. I bet he was. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. They're blended in, though, man. Come on, man. So all, she was a snitch? Where was this? Uh, this is over in the UK. Is it? Le- I guess it's not legal there? No, yeah. The, the, the Bro, school- here, here's what I don't understand. Like, real talk. Like, how the fuck is weed illegal anywhere? Like, how, how the <sighs> fuck? How the fuck is it illegal? Dominic, what do, you, what do you think? I have such a hard time with that. I never, never smoked it. Never done it. I keep telling my sisters, would you just bake me some fucking brownies? And they won't yet. But I, <laughs> I, know I it bothers me because of how many fucking lives I probably ruined by enforcing the laws with that shit. And it pisses me off. It really does. I, 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 I wrote about it in my That's book. It's a man thing to say, bro. I, fuck, I sat yeah. there and we, we were trained mm-hmm. to have such a fucking hard on for this shit. My first a, a cannabis arrest, I was, it was 2002. Pull a guy over, a little baggie of weed, and I'm so excited like a kid. I'm like, oh, you have fucking weed. I mean, I've arrested... Got a guy who uh, cancer treatment. He grew a pot plant in his uh, in his home. And while and this is this is the scumbag I was, you know, I mean, there it's a rescue call. Guy can't read. He's on he's on his uh, air oxygen. So they got uh, paramedics are there, and we have to support the paramedics while they're on scene. And I'm sitting there, and I see fluorescent light from underneath the door. All right, now I can articulate it. There's no reason for me to fucking go in that room. But I can articulate, you know, I'm just checking it for safety. Open it up, and I see, you know, four-foot-tall pot plant. Close the door. I got a felony arrest. Mm. I fucking thought like a scumbag. Yeah. But, and I've, that's tons of times. I think culture was like that, bro. Because, like, let's be real. When I was fucking growing up, they we were taught, dude, if you fucking smoke weed, you're a fucking total loser. You're a piece of shit. You're a criminal. Like, dude, I remember my dad 
telling me, you know, growing up, like, dude, you smoke weed, you're a fucking loser. Motherfucker, I believe I fucking, if I'm not mistaken, I believe I write your paycheck. <laughs> I'm just being real. So, um, you know, let's be, you know, consider what happened the last couple of years and with the farming industry and let's consider the fact and I know you're Dominic shaking his head. Yeah, I think we've all agreed that. Uh, oh, it should be legal. That's it, we've yeah. been fucking lied um, to about a lot of shit, yeah. you know. And here we are with people still in fucking jail for marijuana. Uh, and Rogan said it perfectly on his show. Um, when we got Britney Griner over in Russia, everybody's freaking the fuck out, bro. We got fucking There's how many thousands of Britney Griners here, bro? Dude, here in, in the this US, country, in the U.S., thousands. Holy of them. shit! Well, they know man. how to target it. They know that even in culture. The black, the, the black drug of choice is going to be weed, right? Whites love their cocaine and heroin. So what are you going to do? Well, that's how you're, I know I'm black. You're going you're <laughs> to be going after the blacks to keep them in jail based off of a stupid bullshit plant. Well, look, man. Anyway, the, the, the flower arrangement looks pretty nice. No, it looks great. Yeah, I think they did a good job. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't, like I know what weed looks like and that like I would have a hard time spotting that. That would never catch my attention. Yeah. Like, yeah. That guy laughed all the way home, though, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they disposed of it. Yeah. I bet they did. <laughs> In a blaze of glory. <laughs> you remember the dude, the news reporter dude? You remember that video? Oh, yeah, when they were burning the pot. Standing behind me, there's a... Or what, it was opium. Yeah, it was opium. Yeah. <laughs> they were burning a huge pile of opium, and the dude was doing a report. He got high as fuck. That, see, that would fuck you up, though, because then, like, because I think you can get hooked on that shit. Like, it's the next oh, burning opium, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, that'll fuck you up. Yeah, my buddy was uh, DEA, and when he was back over here in the States, he was uh, did a controlled burnout by me, and he's like, yeah, I think I got a little close. I'm like, holy shit. Bro, bro, I, I've never done any fucking drugs other than marijuana, like an alcohol, and I, I, I think anybody that smokes regularly will tell you this. Alcohol is fucking 1,000 times worse. It, it, it's way more impairing. It's, bro, it fucking makes you, cra make me crazy. Like, I've I never fought, I've never fought a stone guy. Th that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, I've never gotten into a fight fucking stone. No, high speed you know how many motherfucking fights bro. I got into? Drinking? This is why I quit drinking. Yeah. This is why I quit drinking basically. I mean, I drink, you know, probably two to two times a year now. But for the most part, I quit drinking in 2017 because I realized, holy fuck, dude, you need to fix your shit. You know? Anyway. Weed for everybody. Yeah, so I mean... You know. I'm gonna run on that. You hear that? My sisters, if you're listening, make me fucking brownies. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, Andy, that's all I got, man. Well, Dom, thanks for coming down and being on the Dude, show, Thanks bro. for having me. This was fucking fantastic. How can people support you? They can listen. Uh, myself and uh, Ashley, we're live five nights a week. We're on uh, the Rants of Izzo. It's, uh, it's a live stream of consciousness show. We talk about everything from politics to porn. Uh, okay. seven o'clock Eastern for Pacific. You can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, rumble, uh, Spotify, Spreaker. We're live and, uh, we piss people off. Yeah. What's about, what about your book? The book, uh, before the badge, everything you need to know before you become, become a cop, everything you need to know before you become a cop is available on Amazon. Um, yeah, I wrote that book. Uh, I, five, four months took me to write that book, publish it. And I think that people need to understand what the job is. And I think the more cops need to understand what the job is. They need to say, yeah, I can go out there, be that fucking badass, but I work for the people. I mm -hmm. honor the oath of the Constitution because you you came from the citizen. You're warned to wear somebody else. Somebody else has my badge number now, and then they're either going to resign, get fired, or retire, and you're going to become one of us again. It's a stewardship of service. I appreciate True. that message, bro. It's a it's an important message right now. You know, 
More um, cops need to remember that. They could have ended what happened the last two years. Yeah, agreed. So thanks for coming down, bro. Thank you. Appreciate having me. I, I can't wait to have you again. All right, guys. That's the show. Pay the fee. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. On the floor, now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. 